Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. You need a Hummer? Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. We don't do hardcore sports segments, really. Any other we do softcore. show that we do. Yeah. Softcore sports. We cut away. You get right, the gyrating, right. but you won't see the actual. You see all the sports action up until the actual point of contact, and then we cut away tastefully. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You wanna shot? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big. Big show today. Big show. On campus, all the news and notes you need coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. Jackets taking on Montreal over at Nationwide tonight. Rimmer will join us in the booth. So there's good news, bad news with that. What is the good news and the bad news? The good news is he won't be here. (laughs) He won't be in the studio to hijack the show. That's the good news. What's the bad news? The bad news is when he's live from the booth... Over at Nationwide, I can't cut him off. I depend on Ted to do that. He has a little different energy when he's uh, on the on the microphone. And I don't know why that is, but he sometimes has a little bit more of a, well, here we are. Reserve well, you want to know rimmer. why? Because people can hear him. Right. When he's on the phone, he's just screaming into it and telling us about Bobby Orr. So it'll be, it w- it'll be good. We'll have a very subdued rimmer. Maybe, maybe he'll be like over the top. Maybe he'll just, I don't know, grab Bobby Macker and just start screaming in his face. I don't know. We'll see. Rimmer, uh, Rimmer has a new place in Grandview Okay, that he keeps inviting me to. Sure. And I keep denying him. I mean, eventually I have to go over there. Yeah. I'm convinced he just needs help moving something. Because <laughs> like there's a piece of furniture he needs moved from. His, his TV has been laying on its back. Like for the last three weeks, and you—he's waiting for you to come over and help him lift it onto an entertainment stand. Anyway, or something. I was over there today. I got my hair cut. The place that I go to is right off of Fifth, and oh. every single time I go over there, they're building up new apartments. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just—it's oh, yeah. it's all over the place. It's ridiculous. And this place that I saw today had a sign up: one bedrooms, one bedrooms starting at two thousand dollars a month. Oh. That's nice. We've officially become that city, I guess. Yeah, we're starting, starting to. Starting at $2,000 a month. Well, it's not everywhere in the city, but where do you want to live? Do you want to live, like, really downtown? Then it's going to cost a little bit more than if you live out a little no, bit. No, I, I, I understand it. I understand it's all about location. But, I don't know. That's a tough sell for me, man. You think? Yeah, it's it's a little much. But, hey, if someone's making the money and they want to live down there, it's convenient for them. Let them live. They want to walk to the restaurant. It must be nice. That's right. Must be nice. Yeah. I think I'd rather just, you know, settle for half that rent. Mm. If I want to go to the restaurant, I get in the car, I drive five minutes. Then I go to the restaurant. But then you can't, I mean, look, I know the benefits of this. If you live close to the restaurant, you can walk there. You can down two bottles of wine, (laughs) pass out, and then it's much easier to ship your body back home 
So then when you wake up urinating on yourself, it's in your own bed, not like on the street somewhere. It's very nice. Check out my new place. $2,000 a month. Check it time. Now, Uh, Rimmer can afford that. He's a big broadcasting veteran. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, of course he could. Right. He could afford a lot more than that if he wanted to. Rimmer was telling me, though, he's, I said, uh, what's the demographic of your building? Mm. Young. (laughs) I'm sure it is, man. So what does that mean to him? 55-year-olds? Like that's no, him. he said he's the only oldest person in the building by I like know, but 30 young, years. Young to him. Right. Like I said, 55-year-olds. That's right. You're exactly right. I'm yes. glad you're making the joke. <laughs> the problem with this new building is I can't hook up my illegal Canadian dish. Well, yeah, there's no mounting point. I'm sure you got to get you got to get it somewhere outside. Can't just have that in the living room. No. Just shooting beams everywhere. Uh, baseball today. Where's my sound thing? Yeah, hit your sound thing. Come on. I don't know where it is. Hey, you couldn't live in Rimmer's building. Too old. Guardians and Reds. Great American Ballpark. Guardians up 6-1. to one. Where is this game? When is the game? What? Well, what's the inning? It oh, went off the screen. Where is it? I'm like, it's a Great American Top Ballpark. Top of the six. What are we talking about? 6-1. to one. Okay. Guardians. Who was pitching today for the Red Legs, Teddy? I didn't recognize him. That was Nick Lodolo. Oh, He's yeah. a uh, rookie from TCU and uh, wanted that to have had a, some control problems. Big yeah. time prospect. Maybe he's a little nervous today. Yeah, he's, nervous. I mean, yeah, there's dozens of people at this game. <laughs> it's a big moment for him. You know, he's major I know, league star. I get it. Well, and he is jumping into one of the greatest rivalries in all the sports. That is the Ohio Cup. Yeah. I mean, that's a rough place to get your first start. That's tough duty right there. I have to go back to... 2014, the last time the Reds won the Cup, and it looks like you know it's not going to be this year and you either. Lose, you lose sleep over it yeah, every we, night. Uh, we can only tie it. We've tied it a couple times since then, but uh, no wins. But you don't get the Cup back. No, no, you. no. The Guardians get to do What's whatever the they want. What's the Cup look like, Ted? It's like, it's like a, a like a cup. Yeah, like a trophy cup. Yeah, it's got like a it's got a big uh, like, like, a hand, Sta- like a Stanley like, Cup. Yeah. yeah, it's got a, no, it's got like a vase kind of look shape to a little curve I like how you, and a contour. Yeah, really, yeah. It's got a little hourglass figure yeah, to it. It's all yes. sexy cup. It's I got to tell you, sexy it's trophy. No, it's no college football national no, championship no, no, vulva it's trophy. That, it's not that sexy. Come on, does it have handles on the side, Ted? Can you ha- you put handles on it and then put a yeah. beverage in it and drink it? I th- I think it does, but it's been so long since I've That's seen true, it because they have it locked up. Yeah, now. It is an important cup, the Ohio Cup. Oh, it's in so fact, important. it's so important. It might be one of the biggest trophies in the world. Dare I say they should rename it to the World Cup. Oh, is that name tape? No, they can't <laughs> do that. Okay. Then something bigger than that. Well, Rob Manfred said the World Series trophy is just a piece of metal, just some hunk of metal that you don't need to care about. So maybe the Ohio Cup, more important than the World Series. These two teams better hope so, because that's about all you're getting this year. I'm just lucky I have a team. That's right, Ted. You are. Be you careful should, what you wish for, How Teddy. dare you even be mad that your team's losing because you should just be thrilled they still exist. You heartless SOB. Phil Castellini told us all. You just got to be thrilled oh, no. the Reds Phil, are here. Phil apologized. He apologized. Oh, yeah. Here's what Phil had to say. Okay. I'm sure it was genuine. I apologize to Reds fans and regret the comments I made earlier in the day. We love this city. We love this team. And we love our fans. I understand how our fans feel. And I'm sorry. No, you're not. Look, I told you that sometimes we we see transcripts of things. When you go and listen to the audios, sometimes the tone doesn't match up with the transcript. All nuance is lost when you're reading something from a piece of paper. So he first said this on LW yesterday before the game. I listened to the audio. 
It was worse. Right. It was worse than the actual written word. He had an opportunity right before the game to go on television and say, hey, you know what? I, I don't know. Somebody slipped me a roofie at the parade. I don't know what's going on. Joe Burrow's parents brought their curtains to the parade. It distracted me. <laughs> I didn't really mean any of what I said. I'm very sorry. Instead, he came off even more prickish and doubled down on it. He's not sorry. Well, you know That's what, what he meant. I found out. I was talking to uh, B.A. Maddie Andrews earlier today. and Because he was, he was on his way out to do the Ohio State baseball game in Dayton. And so he's a huge Reds fan. He caught some of their pregame on their like home radio station down there in Cincinnati. And he said Castellini was on earlier in the day and had those comments that went everywhere. But then another host, after having heard those comments, said, I would like Bob Cast or Phil Castellini to come back on and clarify this. So he actually, and he came on and said similar things again. So he clarified it twice on that radio station and then did that TV interview that we're talking about where he had the red coat on and looked like an Uber oh, douche. I can't stand him. Can't and, stand him. And then, then after all that and just continually not shutting up all day yesterday, running his gums like, like he had nothing to lose and he probably doesn't. He then apologizes today after saying what he like. He tried three times to sell you on what he actually thinks. And then the fourth time he's like, all right, I'll admit it's not a popular opinion, but you know what he thinks. Reds fans, you know, this guy does not mean a word of what he said in that apology, right? You have to believe that this Castellini family, that's all they think about right now is look how rich we're getting. Look how little we have to do to keep this product good. We can trade away all the guys on this team that are any semblance of good are going to cost us money. We can trade them all away and get picks or whatever you want. I don't even know if you're getting that much back in return prospects and all that again. And five or six years from now, what happens? You get kind of good. You sign two free agents to say we're making a run. And then if it doesn't work, if, if lightning doesn't strike, then you can, after two years, blow it all up again and say, well, this is baseball, small market team. What are you going to do? No, but you know what it would bothers me, I guess, even more? And this goes back to the Adam Schefter thing we've been talking about for a couple days, is how people who should know how to read the room don't know how. Yeah. Right? I mean, Schefter has been on radio and television for over a decade. How he can be so tone deaf in some of his responses just boggles my mind how he can't hear himself. Even if Phil Castellini felt that way, and of course he does, and maybe the old man does too, or maybe the old man called him up and said, hey son, do me a favor, you've done nothing in your whole life except just exist off of my coattails, so shut the hell up. Maybe the old man had to say that to the 55-year-old, however old Phil Castellini is, how embarrassing is that? But very rarely do we hear these people. I'm sure, who's the CEO of McDonald's? I don't even know. Ray Kroc the fourth. It's probably not. <laughs> right. But whoever the CEO of McDonald's is, he's got to sit. He's got to answer questions about why a Big Mac costs $8 and inflation and all this crap. At no time does it enter his brain to say, hey, man, you know what? What are you complaining about? You want a Big Mac? This is where you get a Big Mac. If it's $8, $9, oh, sorry, can't feed your family. Who the hell cares? Executives know better. Uh, yeah, they should know better. And the fact that Phil Castellini has such disdain for the people that buy tickets that go in that ballpark, that should tell you something. 
the payroll being what it is, not wanting to win. Yes, of course, that's bad. We can have discussions about that, but it's a problem throughout Major League Baseball with some of these owners. But most of them have the brains to at least be polite to your face and yeah, keep their mouth shut. Course. No, but your your point is well taken. I mean, I'm sure there there are clearly examples of this where where the opposite is true. But by and large, I bet most people who have ever worked for a small business, family-run business, that's what a lot of Major League Baseball teams are run like. When you get up to the front office, right? Yes, they have millions of dollars, a lot more budget than a small business. But what usually happens? The family owns it. The, the, the children of the patriarch or matriarch who bought the team get the rights to the team next and then they run it and then they give it to their kids and at some point you're getting people who have no business experience whatsoever but they're given the keys to the castle and that's everyone who's if you've worked for a small business you probably encountered the owner's son or the owner's daughter who's maybe not as up to snuff as the other employees there and a lot of people go oh man not no not them. Don't put them in charge of that. That's what Phil Castellini is. He is a failed child of another rich guy. That's all he is. And he fails upward and he's never had any consequences for it. Now he finally opens his mouth and somebody calls him on it and suddenly he doesn't know what to do. That's that's who you've got running this team. And that's sad, unfortunately, that that's the guy that's going to be next in line. We had a cool sports moment yesterday. I'll share it with you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find the disabled semi has cleared from I-70 downtown split eastbound at Livingston Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still stop and go from the 71315 West split in this area. Plan on some residual delays. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Hey, baseball. So we have the Dodgers and Twins going on right now. And, of course, where is that game being played? Is Minnesota. it being played in Los Angeles? No, no it's being played in cold-ass Minnesota. Minnesota. But uh, Clayton Kershaw, I remember him. I remember him, too. Pretty good. Sorry, Had a uh, perfect game going through seven innings. So six outs left for Clayton Kershaw to get a perfect game. And he was lifted <laughs> from the game. Now, when I first heard that, I said, well, what is he, throw like 120 pitches? Yeah, like probably a huge number of yeah, pitches. Some, I don't know, hey, some ridiculous Kershaw number. He's getting up there. You don't want him to throw 150 pitches. And, and again, we're not talking about a no-hitter now. We're talking about a perfect, perfect game. game. 23 of these things have been accomplished throughout the history of Major League Baseball. This is the rarest thing that we see. All right? Yeah. 
He had 80 pitches. <laughs> Clayton Kershaw threw what? 80 pitches and Dave what? Roberts lifted him. What are we? Look. I assume with Clayton Kershaw's permission, because let me tell you something, man. Oh. If they didn't discuss that ahead of time and he just said, no, you're not going back out there. If I'm Clayton Kershaw, I'm fighting my manager in the in the clubhouse. Yeah. We are fighting. Yeah. And I, I think Clayton Kershaw could whoop a lot of ass, like of anybody. Like, he's a big dude. I, uh, I would not. I would not be thrilled. If I sat out in the cold in Minnesota, I was like, well, you know, Clayton Kershaw's on the bump. Maybe I'll see something special. And then you get to the fourth inning and the fifth inning, and you're like, well, it's my, if you're a Twins fan even, you're like, it's my team, but I might be watching history right here. This is pretty cool. And you get through the sixth, and you get through the seventh, and you're cold, and you're miserable, and you're looking up at the clouds no, going, it's going to hold. And you're thinking, but I might matters. see history. And then some other dude walks out. Not Clayton Kershaw. I, you know what I say? If he goes out and throws uh, three perfect innings the next time out, two. What am I saying? Three. Two. Give him a perfect game. Give him a 2022 perfect game. Because apparently we're never going to have one again. Because you're not going to allow anyone to finish these things off. I am not advocating for the Mets approach with Johan Santana back in the day. You might remember the Mets had never thrown a no-hitter. No pitcher for the Mets had thrown a no-hitter in their entire history. And Johan Santana had one that I want to say had approximately 7,000 pitches it took him to get. I'm, I'm no thinking you're, you're overshooting I was that, overshooting but. it a bit. I want to say it was like in the 130s or I 140s. Will, I will look it up. He had an extremely high pitch count in that one. But they left him in because it was history and he wanted to do it and it was all great. And then, yes, he he did blow out his arm shortly thereafter and, and was never the same pitcher. But he accomplished history. I mean, it was a thing. Nohan Santana was a thing. That even, I'm not I'm not saying do that always, but in that case, it was historic. This is more historic than that. To have a guy throw a perfect game and you had six, a chance at it. A chance at perfection. And we just opted out of even seeing if it was possible today. I don't get that. 134 pitches for him, which, which, okay. I mean, it's a lot, but come on. No, I know, what but we there doing? were a lot of people freaking out about that at I the know, time. I know, because that's what we do. I know, but yes, 134 pitches many years ago, that would have been like, yeah, that's that's a Tuesday. You know, also, no one wants to point out, and I'm, look, I'm not the type of guy that says, give a 10-year-old a baseball and have him throw breaking balls. All right, right. We, we shouldn't be doing that, but pitchers have never been more hurt, and they've never been babied more. You're exactly right. We get we get so many pitching injuries all the time, and it's always, well, we cannot let this guy finish five innings because that'll ruin him. Oh, what happened two weeks later? He's got a scapula angle inversion, whatever the hell they call it. <laughs> and you're like, what even is that? I don't even know what that means. Like, yeah, he's on the scapula. shelf for six weeks now. His scapula went, eh. And we can't let him pitch. All right, we had a uh, We had a cool story last night. We had, for the first time ever... A female on the field during a Major League Baseball game coaching uh, first base. Yeah, uh, the Giants had this happen because their uh, regular first base coach got thrown out of the game. Uh, and so, uh, Alyssa Nakin, Nakin, N-A-K-K-E-N, 31 years old. She is uh, on the staff there as a coach for the Giants. She was brought in. And said, "You're you're the first base coach. Go on out there." So it's awesome. 
put her jersey on, put her helmet on, and got out there. And yes, we now have had a woman coach on the field in a Major League Baseball game, and I think that's a, a great thing that to see. That is great. You know, I thought it was a little much, though, when Cam Newton stood up at the game and said, get back in the kitchen, just started <laughs> screaming at her. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your mouth <laughs> shut and get back in the kitchen. Cam Newton has, uh, um, let's put it delicately, a... A prehistoric view of women, I believe. Look, I also congratulations to her. It's a good moment. I hope we don't have to discuss these moments anymore because they happen more frequently. Okay. But what the hell uniforms were the San Francisco Giants oh, wearing during this game? They look like the uniforms, like old school Nintendo games before they had any licenses to use real teams. They just made up fake teams from the city. Yeah. You know, right. So they sort of wore similar uniforms, but not really the same. That's what I thought I was watching last night. Yeah, it was it was a weird look. I had to check the like the score bug multiple times. Say this is the Giants. This is the game. This there it is. Okay, because those uniforms, it's their city connect or whatever they call them uniforms. And you know, Mike, we have this discussion in the office all the time. I like absurd, loud, I know you brash do. colors. I'm surprised you didn't like them. I like the the Miami Heat have been wearing. Uh, that was last year. I think they had like the teal blue and hot pink Miami Vice style uniforms. I loved them. Great. It works for some teams and some sports. It does not work for every team and every sport. The Giants uniforms, I think, are underrated as far as when we all talk about great uniforms. That that. Giants home and away right. is, a is a fantastic combo that does not need to be messed with. You you should not be doing anything like the video game stuff. That the Diamondbacks uniforms look at that and go, that's a little off. And again, it's not that the uniform itself is a bad color combination or aesthetically unpleasing. It's just it's you're you're replacing a Giants uniform that does not need changed. And I don't think I think it it, it worked better in other markets, maybe for another team. That's not something I think the Giants need to do. Cavs lost to the Nets last night, so Nets become the seventh seed. They're going to play the Celtics in the first round. The Cavs will play the winner of the Hawks and Shalehane mm-hmm. for a chance to be the eighth seed. I think that game, Hawks and Hornets, is tonight. Yes, and then I believe the play-in game would be Friday, if I'm not mistaken, between uh, yes, for, I for think both, so for both leagues. And if the Cavs lose that game, then they're dead. Right. Yes. So the Cavs being the, you know, because it was the higher two played each other and then the lower two play each other. The lower two then have to, whoever wins that has to play the Cavs. Cavs have another chance basically to get in the playoffs. You get a second chance if you're the eighth team because under normal circumstances, you would just automatically be in the playoffs. So, yeah, the Cavs, I thought it would be tough against the Nets. The Nets are a pretty dominant team right now when they've got Kyrie Irving and, uh, yeah. Having him and Kevin Durant, that's quite the combo. Durant was doing everything last night as well. He was great offensively, great passing the ball, great defense, everything you want out of a superstar. They are not a play-in caliber team. They should be up in a top three seed, but the Kyrie situation, the injury to Durant this year, that that caused him to be down there. Cavs, I think, match up better, Mike, with the Hawks, who are the slightly better team. And I looked at Vegas says, uh, if the Hawks win... They would be the like the they would be closer to the, they would be actually favored over the Cavs. I think the Cavs would be favored over the Hornets. Hawks would be favored over the Cavs. But watching these three teams play all year, I don't want any part if I'm a Cavs fan of the Hornets. I think Charlotte is a worse matchup for them. I think the Hawks are actually the better matchup. So I would say root for the Hawks tonight and then win that game. All right, that's that's my right. prediction. There you go. I'm gonna watch it. Gonna watch uh, Lamelo Ball go out there for the Charlotte Hornets. Sure.
No Gordon Hayward, though. Say Alonzo Mourning against Steve nope. Smith nope. on my TV tonight. Nope, that's not that's not the matchup. Ryan Day gets himself a commit. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier ramp has cleared from I-71 northbound at eastbound 670. All lanes have reopened in that area. And plan on some slow traffic on 71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Traffic is beginning to build. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Baseball today. Great American Ballpark Top 7. I'm sorry, here you go. Guardians up on the Reds, 6-1. to T-Bone's going to tell you about water. That's right, Mike. You know, I have found that when I'm trying to make a change, or I'm trying to get something fixed, the best thing to do is to just take the problem on head-on and then get it done. Get right? it done. So, you slapped you, your ass. You think he slapped his hand? That's, no. That's down there. I got my... There, that's right. I'm slapping something. Anyway... Take the problem on head on. So instead of sitting around going, I should really do something about our water, I should really check out ConnecticutColumbus.com like T-Bone always says. Well, why not just go ahead and do that right now? ConnecticutColumbus.com, you can schedule the free water test. You can find out what's wrong with your water, if there is something wrong with it, and if so, what it's going to take to get the funk out of your water. You probably already know there's something wrong with your water because otherwise you wouldn't be thinking about it, right? You know there's that little crustiness you see on the shower head or maybe on the glasses you Put them to the dishwasher. They still got that film on it. That means you've got a problem with your water. ConnecticutColumbus.com. They can take your problem on head on. They will fix the problem. And then once your equipment's in, you never have to think about it again. That's the beauty of Connecticut. ConnecticutColumbus.com. Check them out today. Uh, Four-star Florida running back Mark Fletcher commits to Ohio State. Let him live. Nice. He is the 153rd best player and the eighth-best running back in the 2023 class. He's from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, Last season had 779 rushing yards on 110 carries with 13 touchdowns, also caught 12 passes for 171 yards. Trying to look where I'll see. He had offers from Alabama, USC, Michigan, Penn State, among others. Yeah. And uh, I want to say he was he's like a part of a group of guys down there in Florida who are all kind of have have played on the same teams and have a lot of the same. Yeah. Didn't they all visit at the same time, too? That might be the case, but I I can't remember who the recruit is. That's a corner for Ohio State that just committed. But he basically said when he committed, hey, don't be surprised. Cedric Hawkins. That's right. Cedric Hawkins. Yeah. He basically said, don't be surprised if some of the other guys, they all know what the right place is for them. Don't be surprised. I don't even have to say anything to them. They know where they're going. And so this is one of 
the players that he played with, Mark Fletcher, who's going to commit here. So that's good to see. Uh, I, I like the fact, too, he has got like a very flashy grill in the teeth. Oh, I like that. I didn't yeah. see that. Oh, yeah. It's 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 something. It's nice. Now, I'm assuming you don't get to see it during the game because there's probably a mouth guard in there, but very nice. Good to see. But, yeah, he's uh, he's supposed to be a talented running back. So I hope he comes over here and is a bruiser and knocks other people's teeth out when he's playing for Ohio State. How do they do that? What do you mean? I mean, how, what do they do? They just cap him? I think, I don't know. Because if you're a real bowler, you get all your regular teeth just yanked out I think and gold teeth put I, in. I, I am so out of my depth in this. I, I have always believed, without doing any research on it, that there are levels to it where you can get the more or less like a mouthpiece that is fitted that slips over your teeth. I see. Or then you can actually, yes, go the full way and just get it all replaced. Yeah. But I think that's... That's a much bigger level of dedication. I don't know that every player or every person you've seen that has a grill is going to that level. Well, Kristen had to go to the dentist yesterday because she has a problem with her crown. Okay. And needs to get it fixed. And she said, you know, back in the day, they would just put a gold tooth in there. A mm-hmm. gold crown. Sure. And right. I said, why can't you do that now? Yeah, why not? Let's go. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong Joey with Votto's that. Joey Votto's on board. Joey Votto's getting a gold tooth. Let's go. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Let's make it a thing. Uh, the Waze app. You use Waze? I don't, but I know right. of it. It's well, the people do. It's a navigation app, right? Yeah. I guess the directions and traffic updates not good enough. So now they're going to have different moods for you. They have a '70s inspired mood, an '80s inspired mood, and a '90s inspired mood. Different what are, settings. What are these moods? What In the nineties mood slash mode, the app doesn't work and you have to print out directions. <laughs> yeah. What what is the seventies mode? Just you ask a trucker at a gas station, yes. like, am I the on the app 10? doesn't work? They just tell is tells this you where 10? a trucker is. Does this go to Nebraska? Ask the trucker and the eighties mode just shoots cocaine out of it. Hologram uh, Reagan is giving you directions. I remember years ago, the Waze app had uh, an option where you could have celebrities read the different directions to you. Didn't we do a stupid? We bit did with that. I want to say we did a thing with uh, with Paul. I don't still. Ha- I don't have it here. We may have had a Lori one. I don't. I want to say Shaq actually did voice the Waze app to tell you like to turn left, turn right. I just searched Waze in our system. We don't have it. How did you spell Waze? W-A-Z-E. Oh, okay. Isn't that how you spell That's it? how you spell it. All right. I was just making sure. I didn't know how you spelled it in the thing. No, I think it's gone. Look for nav. Maybe it's under navigation. Maybe we just put it as, maybe I didn't want to put the brand name on Waze. There's too many things with nav uh, in it. Oh, well then, that's, that's not the good problem. Work. All right. Fine. Fine. It's probably not worth playing anyway. No, I'm sure it's terrible. It probably sucked. Which is why we should play it. Mm, okay. No? Don't you think people want to hear the old stuff? The awful stuff? Yes. As opposed to the nothing we do now, which is just we don't do it. Well, some, some people say that we should do more of it. I know. They miss it. I know. And I, I empathize with those Let me people. Tell you, that's right. But it's not going to happen. It's not. We're too lazy <laughs> we, at this point. We have. We've become way too lazy to do actual little comedy bits. Nah, but we're didn't so lazy. You, you didn't like it when we called them bits either. You were not no, a fan I of that. I you didn't don't like bits. anything that says bits or no. show. You're not a fan of show. I don't know why you're not a fan of that word. It is a show. It's a radio show. There was a guest that was offered to me today, and I passed. 
Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell you about it because that's going to piss you off. What guest would piss me? I'm trying to think what guest would tick me off to well, the point that I would say. Well, because you probably would want to talk to this person and it doesn't fit in with our we don't talk to people format that we have. I didn't Except even... Rimmer. Well, right. We talk to people we know. Yeah. Yeah. How, this person couldn't have even been. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't even know who I would be wanting to talk to. I don't to know if I'm point. supposed to say that I passed on him. Okay. But I'll write it down for All you. All right. Fine. All right. Here, I'm writing, I'm writing it down. I no, he, he just died yesterday. It's no. not him. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I passed. Why? Because I don't want to talk to him. That's why. I wanted to talk I to him. I know. That's why I said I didn't I tell ta- you. I want to talk to him. Is he here? Yeah, he's coming. Oh. I passed. I did, however, offer you to talk to him on podcast. Oh, okay. Well, that will get that will get passed on. I'm pretty sure. No, they did. Think, they passed on that. <laughs> they passed on that. I said yeah, T Bone's got this new thing on- he's doing called T Bone talks to humans or whatever you're doing. Yeah, I've, I've not actually. I've done one of those. Okay. You'd well, this would have been your second. I would have done my second. Yeah. I think they're gonna. He's gonna go on a different show. Okay. That we have. That'll be good. Yeah. All right, well, you'll find that out soon. You're like, hey, how'd that guy end up on the fan? Why is he on? He doesn't do sports. (laughs) Like, oh, that's the guy that Common Man passed on. You'll know. You know exactly who it is. That's why I didn't tell you. Mm -hmm. That's fine. First of all, I think it's going to be a phoner. Yeah, it's going to be a phoner. What, do you think he's coming in? Why not? We used to have people come in. No, but fly in, do an interview, and then leave? No, no, no. He's coming here to do a show. Oh, I see. Okay. He's not going to fly in for our show. Well, that's why I didn't know what you were talking about. No, come on. I'd do a phone interview. Sure, why not? I'm not going to... People are asking me who it is. I'm not going to tell you. you I didn't mean, even tell Ted. Ted has no idea. Ted has no idea. I can't believe Adam Sandler's coming to it's town. It's not Adam Sandler. I saw him playing basketball out back. I was... I but would, I tell, I would, what, let tell you. They've been I, in movies together. They have. Like, Ted, you're not far off. You are really not far off at all. And in fact, if we talked to this guy, we would have talked about Sandler. I, I almost guarantee you. I'm sure he loves that. No, it would have come Hey, how up. you doing? Let's talk about this other guy who's more successful than you. We could have talked about Sandler. We could have talked about another friend of his who just got slapped on national TV. Are they friends? Well, they're all in the same movies, so I assume they oh, have that's, to be. That's right. They that's have right. to be, right? Yeah, you're right. You're okay. Right. All right. Well, anyway, he's not coming on. Well, great. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. One of the like seven cool people that's ever reached out to us and be like, can I be on your show? We're like, no. I don't want to talk to people. I know you don't, but. You're not going to be here on Monday. You can get them on Monday if you want. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, no, I can't because they'll probably pass because they'll be like, oh, we already gave it to someone else. Great. Thanks. A woman attempted to glue herself to the court. During a basketball game last night. That's a real thing. This sentence. is a real thing. It We're going to really have happened. her on the show, though, to talk about it Thank coming God. up next. Thank God. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some backups on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is delayed in that area. And southbound on 71 between 670 and East Broad Street. You're going to find some backups there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Colin Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. It's nice to see that Antonio Brown and Kanye West have added Floyd Mayweather to their group to form a trio of crazy. Here's what Floyd Mayweather had to say to any team considering bringing in Antonio Brown to play for them this season. Okay. Mayweather said, this is for any team that's watching right now. We'll make them a deal. If they sign him... And A.B. go through the whole season, no problems at all. Then they got to give us $20 million. But if he mess up, then we've got to give them $20 million. So if any team want to match that, then reach out to us. Well, number one, I don't think NFL teams are necessarily looking... Not that they don't want $20 million, but I don't think the amount of circus that would surround the idea of... We brought in a player because some uh, another superstar is going to give us twenty million dollars if he's bad. That's just not good vibes for the team, right? Well, he to murdered say, someone, but we got twenty million dollars, right? I don't think that's how most NFL teams roll. Um, I also think that's a that's a very extreme level of friendship, right? Like a better maybe maybe. Let me put it this way. It sounds like a good friend to say, hey, give my buddy a job and I'll guarantee that if he sucks, I'll give you $20 million. The The real friend would say um, to my buddy who wants to play in the NFL, let's have a chat about not being crazy and let's try Floyd to get Mayweather's you some help. not going to do that. That's what I mean. Because Floyd's not, he's crazy. Floyd is also crazy and thus not maybe the best person to seek out advice on this subject. I thought Antonio Brown and Kanye West were going to buy a team. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. That apparently is not going to happen. Well, what if they bought the team and then this offer still stood? Kanye would stand to get $20 million possibly back very quickly. Or he just has to pay Floyd Mayweather $20 million after buying an NFL team. See, I would do this and just purposely screw with him. Like I would sign Antonio. I'd say, Floyd Mayweather, you have a deal. But if he acts out, if he blows up on me, you owe me $20 million. And so I would suit him up on game day, and I wouldn't play him. <laughs> I'd, he'd be like, try to run on the field. Like, no, you're not in. Sorry. Or I'd put him on special teams coverage. Oh, okay. You know, and then and he would inevitably lose his mind. Right. And I'd say, oh, 20 million. Give it to me. You lost your mind. Also, what what are we specifying as? How did how did Floyd put that again? Like, it won't work out, or if he doesn't like if play, he, if or he blew up, or something. If he blew up, if he okay. Blew up. So what if he just goes out and, and has like seven catches all year for, uh, I don't know, 80 yards? Well, no, he behaved himself. So he played, but he just sucked. So you owe him, you owe him $20, $20 million, million dollars. for that performance. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't think I'm going to sign up for that. Anyway. Yeah. A woman attempted to glue herself to the court late in the second quarter of the play-in tournament game between the Clippers and Timberwolves last night. She was removed after a short delay. According to TNT sideline reporter Allie LaForce, Mm -hmm. who I met uh, many years ago down in Arizona. Oh. And you know how you see people on TV and sometimes they don't look as good in person? Oh, yeah. She's not that good. (laughs) I didn't doubt that for a second, but thank you for clarifying. Security guards said the woman glued herself to the floor by her wrists and refused to lift her wrists up. The reason for the interruption was not immediately known. However, following the incident, a global grassroots network of animal rights activists named Direct Action Everywhere claimed responsibility for the protest, saying in a press release it was in response to an alleged animal rights issue at Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor's egg farm. All right. Glenn Taylor has an egg farm. I guess he does, man. I, didn't, I was not aware. Uh, is he the? He's the one trying to sell the team, right? He's he's not the long term owner, right? I think so. I thought. Whatever happened with A Rod? I, I thought it was what? a done deal. Uh, let me see. I'm just trying to double check because I I was just asking that question yesterday. Uh, okay, this is this is from 2021, September of last year. He got sued by one of his. Uh, partners in this deal the egg farm glenn taylor did yeah the guy who owns the timberwolves uh he expressed confidence thursday that the nba franchise would remain in minnesota after it's sold responding to a federal lawsuit against him by one of his investors so he still owns the team yeah as of right now the sale has not gone through but that's because there was a lawsuit by one of his partners saying if you because he basically the idea was a rod was more or less and that group was thinking about buying the team and moving it and it was thought, well, Seattle, A-Rod's got the connections in Seattle from playing there. But just in general, they're looking for a team. They want to move it to a more profitable place, possibly. That might be what happens. And so one of the partners in the group then sued the guy who still owns the team. So Glenn Taylor trying to get rid of his team. And also, he is an egg farmer. <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> I guess, is not <laughs> treating these hens the right way. I guess not. The fact I mean, that he's letting know. them live, I think, is treating them the right I way. Because I don't know. There's a lot I, of chicken farms where they just chop the heads off, and that's what's for dinner. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's exactly right. I don't know. He, this is an egg farm. They're productive chickens, right? I also want to picture. I know it's not the case, but I want to picture Glenn Taylor standing out there with like bib overalls and a straw hat and no shoes on, mm-hmm. with muck all over his feet. He's like, oh, hey, I just changed all the egg pans over. Now it's time to go to my basketball game. Like, I don't think he is. I gave the whole team bird flu. <laughs> I don't think that's, I don't think he was egg farm first. Pop, I'm out. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's where he that's made, all he his, made money. his money. Was in the he's, eggs. He's in big eggs. He's big in eggs. You can't trust those big eggs. That's egg right. People. You can't trust big eggs. No. You really can't. In fact, every Twitter user that does not have a picture, he owns the rights to their avatar. He is big egg. Do you think the egg people and the chicken people get along? Like the Purdue family? Oh, I don't know. I think the people who, like the people who kill chickens look at the egg people and be like, Oh yeah, it's the egg people. Sure. I would they think, keep their chickens alive. I mean, I, I would think they probably have like a an interesting relationship, right? Because obviously most before now, eggs were used to make more chickens. Now we use them for breakfast. Oh, yeah, not no. No, I'm saying, but the, the egg farmers are like, hey, we've just made eggs. And they're like, yeah, but there's no chickens in them. You suck. 
we need the chickens so we can keep this business going. So maybe they have a little contentious relationship. The the history of eggs is is very interesting. You should do that for a bone the of education. History of eggs, yeah, because early on in the I didn't in, know when, there they, was a when they started selling eggs commercially in the on the carton. Yeah. Instead of eggs, it just said unfertilized bird periods. Mm. They didn't sell as well. We need a different, we need a different marketing. <laughs> like what else can we call this? Like, for this? Well, they've always been called eggs up until you put that on a carton. So maybe we just stick with eggs, marketing guru. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you're probably right. You're fired, Don Draper. <laughs> I don't, that just amused me. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, thank you. Uh, Baker says he feels disrespected. Details next. Baker is being disrespected on the egg farm. He's going to glue himself to First Energy Field <laughs> in protest. He'd be like, Baker, it's grass, buddy. It doesn't, you can't glue to that. It doesn't stick. Uh, common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some delays on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is still delayed in that area. You'll also find some backups on Route 315 southbound between Kinnear Road and 670. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by AutoZone. Starting Stronger starts in AutoZone where they got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. You and I were talking during the break. Paul Keels just said that Major League Baseball has extended Trevor Bauer's leave through, I think he said, the 23rd or 22nd? Yeah. And look, it's a stupid look that every couple weeks you have to come out and make some sort of announcement. I'm not arguing that. But I think what we're not talking about enough is how much of a piece of crap Trevor Bauer must be because it's already been determined by the authorities that he will not face criminal charges, right? Yeah, right. So that's already been determined. That was announced. But it's not just Major League Baseball doing this. This is Major League Baseball in conjunction with the Players Association. Normally what happens is the Players Union, especially baseball's Players Union, would be coming out and saying, you you can't just keep suspending this guy right? or extending this leave. You either release some sort of finding, investigation that you've done, or we have to get off the pot here. But the players union has not done any of that. No, they haven't. And I think part of what makes Major League Baseball's situation uh, difficult, or at least it's not in my mind, but I guess they must think it's difficult, If you read through the testimony from those court cases, and yes, I know, like you said, he's not going to face criminal charges. Welcome to the justice system. That doesn't mean you didn't do something that is still objectionable to the people who pay you millions of dollars to play baseball. But if you read through that, there are testimony that I'm not going to get into here because it's too graphic, but there's testimony there that no one really seems to dispute 
of what Trevor Bauer did. And then Major League Baseball has a standards and practices, more or less, for their players that it seems like that testimony would violate. So they would seem like Major League Baseball, we have every right to suspend this guy, even if he's not going to face criminal charges, because what you did here violates our code of conduct and violates your ability to play as a Major League Baseball player. But yet they haven't done that either. So I don't know what it takes for Rob Manfred and the Players Association and the owners to work all this out, but it needs to be done and it needs to, they need to move on either way. I, I feel like Trevor Bauer should be told, thank you, bye-bye, you're done. But maybe they won't see it that way. Either way, I feel like at this point there should be some resolution. Baker Mayfield was on a podcast that was released today called You Never Know, You Know What I Mean. I don't know this podcast. Have you heard of it before? Uh, No. All right, anyway. Baker was on it. He said, I feel disrespected 100% because I was told one thing and they completely did another. That's what I'm in the middle of right now. And you know what? Okay. I got my taste of it because I've had four different head coaches in four years, a bunch of different coordinators. I've had the highs, and they always come back. He said, what else did he say? When he was saying, if you listen to the audio, he's saying, I've had the highs, and they always come back. Like kind of saying, I've been up, and I've been back down. So he's he's saying, I had a couple good years, I had a couple bad years. I'm not, I'm not used to, he wants stability is basically what he's trying to say there. Was that it? Was that all he said? Well, he had, another, he had another comment there where he said, <laughs> and I don't know what the context, the context of this was because I didn't catch the audio of this one, but he said, I'd love to show up to somebody's cubicle and boo the bleep out of them. Guess talking about how he got booed over the last oh, right. you know, year. What a clever statement. We've never heard that before. Well, you know, it's funny, though, and, and Chops actually made a good point on all Twitter, right. and I'll highlight Chops right. on Twitter. Follow him at Chops971. You can hear him on Bishop and Friends he does, every morning. He does retweet some pretty graphic porn. <laughs> Stop. No, but he said this. He said, you know you aren't the first or only person who gets told you suck at your job, right? Call me when someone yells at you because you can't get the $1 kid scoop of ice cream while you make $9 an hour. Basically saying, you work in the service industry, you work in a lot of jobs, and I think we've all seen that through the last couple of years with pandemic and everything else. I've I mean, seen you treat people like that. I've never seen, I mean, that one time you spit in the waitress's face. I mean, the food was cold, but I think yeah. that was a little over the top, well, T-Bone. you know what? I watched Waiting and I took the wrong messages away, oh, which man. was I should be like that lady who gets her food spat in. That's what I should do. Well, she just like didn't her. get the spit. She, she got, got a lot of other things. in there. Yeah, she got a lot of things. Dandruff. No, but I think that's a solid point by Chops that, Baker is saying, well, it sucks when you get booed. Yeah, it does. It also sucks when you get yelled at by someone at Olive Garden because you tell them, hey, sorry, it's going to be an hour and a half wait. And they're like, well, I have a reservation. You're like, we don't take reservations here. It's Olive Garden. And they're like, I called and they said, and then you got to deal with that guy. And you make $12 an hour, whatever you make, right? Like that's, that's a thing that Baker and sometimes athletes in general who are at that level don't realize like, guys, it's tough getting booed. Yeah, it is. But you get millions of dollars to try to learn how to deal with it. I'm not saying booing is fun. I'm saying most people have jobs that at times suck. Part of the job. They don't get millions of dollars. You know, Baker likes to talk about how blue collar he is and walk on this and walk on that, how he's the every man. Come on, every man. Like you said, there are people out there that get far worse than Baker Mayfield, but he's a public figure. 
So, uh, look, I know that, you know, Baskin-Robbins guy who gets yelled at by the customer is not going home to check his mentions and there's death threats on there. I get that. Of course, right. And I'm not saying that that should happen. But, unfortunately, this is the society that we live in, too. If you really want to bitch and moan about it that much, then you've made enough money, man. You can just retire, go away. Well, that's that's right. I mean, I think that is always lost in all this is why can't I just go out and play the game that I love and not have to hear it from everybody? And the reality is we can't the the ownership of these sports teams, the people who run these leagues, the sports media people who talk about this. We all, to some degree, I guess, play a part in Baker Mayfield getting booed or not. Right. If we talk about how good or bad he was in a game, people are going to feel some kind of way. If we all talk about how bad he was all the time, probably going to be a few more negative opinions of him than otherwise. But the reality is if you go out there and throw three picks or if you throw a a late, you look pretty good, but late in the game when we need to drive, you don't show up or you throw a terrible pick. Yeah. People are going to be mad about that. They might boo you. You do get paid lots and lots of money though, to try to find a way around the booing. I am not saying it doesn't stress you out. I'm not saying it doesn't have an effect on mental health. All right. I'm saying probably also when you're a, working at a construction site and you're supposed to be there for 10 hours, but the boss says, sorry guys, we got to finish this up tonight and you got to stay later and finish it up. That also sucks. And you don't have millions of dollars to go home to. So I don't know if yell Baker going and booing that guy at his job is really the angle you want to take there when everyone's job to some degree or another sucks from time to time. Why are we still talking about this in 2022? Why are we still having these simplistic, ridiculous arguments? Why do we have to sit here and waste our radio time saying that playing in the National Football League is not like other jobs? Right. Why do we have to do this? I know. All right. I know. It, look, yes, part of it is dehumanizing. I get it. That sucks. The world sucks. Baker's doing commercials for Progressive, right? Well, not, you, any, not anymore, but yeah. Well, okay, he was, but he, he was. He yes. was. And he's probably still getting paid by him. Yeah, he probably is. You're All right? right. What do you think the customer service guy who picks up the phone at Progressive is dealing with on a daily basis? You think it's all roses and lilacs for him or her? No. No, man. Sometimes it sucks. The difference is you get paid $19 million and kids have posters of you on their wall. Right. I think as long as people understand the message here, right? The message is not, oh, if a guy gets paid a certain amount of money, you have every right to tell him whatever you want. No, it doesn't mean it. It doesn't excuse the behavior of fans who scream and boo you or who say horrible things or who threaten. I mean, obviously, there's levels to that, too, right? Of People course. sending threats online and of being that course. is a lot different than somebody going, man, that's the fourth picky through today. Boo! And then that's it. That's different. But it's still all not great. I don't know where guys like Baker Mayfield have to get off saying, well, I wish I could go boo them at their cubicle. Maybe they'd understand. Well, if you're going to drop off a big sack of cash while you do it, yeah, then maybe no we would. Come boo maybe me. other people would understand it a little bit more and say, yeah, booing ain't so bad, Baker. I don't know what you're complaining about. And I'm not talking about I've uh, <laughs> waste of time. Yeah, if Baker's at Giant Eagle, don't boo him. But if you bought a ticket at a football game and you think that guy sucks on the field, by all means, boo the hell out of him. Right. I don't care. It doesn't also mean if you buy a ticket to a game and you see his wife in the stands, you go up to her and tell her how much you think her husband sucks at quarterback. Again, there are levels of what we're talking about. But if you just, after a couple beers, go, man, you suck, Baker. Like, that's not ideal. It's not the best form of humanity that we could exhibit. It's also not the same as... 
some of the other stuff that I'm sure he has dealt with. And it's also not something that I think if I got paid $19 million, I would mind too much. If someone said, you suck, T-Bone, I get that anyway, and I don't get $19 million. I'm just saying, like, it's okay. It's what we do. We work in the media. We're used to this. I, I wish we could talk to, like, prospective college players and say, before you get into all this, just be aware. Here's what's coming. But if you stick it out and you can get through to the next level, you're going to get millions of dollars and a lot of your dreams are going to come true. So try to deal with it and try not to go on a podcast later and say, yeah, fans suck. Try not to do that. And I'm not saying that Baker shouldn't feel disrespected. I Because Andrew Barry came out a couple weeks ago and says he regrets not telling Baker Mayfield before they went down and talked to Deshaun Watson that the meeting was going to take place. And I said, yeah, that is disrespectful. Whether you have plans to move on from Baker Mayfield or not, he is your starting quarterback. I'm not saying don't talk to Deshaun Watson. I'm not saying don't flirt with other quarterbacks. But it would be a professional thing since you want to act like an adult and you want a quarterback that acts like an adult to call up that guy and say, hey, this is what we're doing. So if Baker is disrespected by that, if he feels like he's been lied to by the organization, I get it. But if your beef is that you want to go to somebody's cubicle and boo them, get the hell out of here, man. Yeah, Grow I, up. I'm much more on Baker's side on the fact that the way the Browns have handled this is a joke. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him for feeling some kind of way about that. It's it's when you start going after the fans. It's yeah, like, come on. But man. that's you know what it is? That goes back to Castellini and the Reds. All these owners want to do is see the players and the fans fighting. When in reality, a lot of times, it's the people who run these teams that really ruin sports for a lot of us. And that's a case in point in the Red situation and in that Brown situation. That was bad by the executives. And now Baker's taking out his frustration and saying, yeah, the fans suck. Well, no, the team sucked for not telling you what was going on. A weird situation brewing with the Texas Longhorns. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a crash on Olentangy River Road north of Hard Road. It is causing some backups in this area. Please be careful as the road begins to clear. About a five-minute slowdown is expected. You'll also find delays on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is still backed up. Traffic report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact 811 at least 48 hours before you dig, and Ohio811.org will notify the utilities to mark underground lines near your projects. It's the law. Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas are reminding you to know what's below. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. On campus... Is coming up at 448. All the news and notes you need. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. Rims live from the arena tonight. Jackets and Canadiens coverage starts 630 right here on the fan. Some problems brewing with the Texas Longhorns, Bone. Yeah, so this is something that came up when fifth-year defensive lineman Moro Ajomo was speaking to the media 
where last week he alluded to the fact that some players would only listen to his perspective as a player who has been with the program since 2018, but many others would kind of ignore him. When he was asked to elaborate, Ojomo referenced the team's youth as well as systemic problems Texas had in recent years. He said, quote, they're 18 to 22 year olds that want to chase women, want to chase money, want to chase alcohol, and they don't see the future. Talking about his younger teammates. They're distracted by what's in front of them. It's such a hard thing, especially when guys haven't been in a winning culture. They're always talking about coming in here and changing stuff. It's like ingrained. You're uprooting what? 10 years of bleep that's just been let go. So that prompted Steve Sarkeesian to talk to the media today and say, hey, uh, Moro Ajomo will not be talking to the media for, quote, a little while. Uh, He said, did Sarkeesian... It's a little disheartening that one guy makes a statement and all of a sudden we've got a team full of guys that like to do things outside of the program that we don't adhere to. So Sark is saying, it's not cool you brought this out in public. And, you know, Ojomo is saying, yeah, but we do have this issue. I kind of see where both guys are coming from a little bit on this. No, I do too. But you know what? All these coaches do is search for leaders. Right? Right. How often yeah. have we heard that? Where someone needs to step up in this room and hold his teammates accountable. We hear that all the time. And here you have somebody who's doing that. But maybe it's not in the form that you would prefer. You'd prefer to keep that in the locker room. But he probably thinks, look, man, I've been here for four years. I've been through ups and downs and coaching changes, and these coaches come and go. I've been here the whole time, so I think I have more credibility than a lot of these other guys. Yeah, I don't think it's wrong for him to bring those concerns, and I and I think when you listen to what he's saying, he's talking about the difficulty of being a leader on the team. Just, I, I, I feel like if a coach said similar things, let, let's pretend that a coach said, when you're trying to get 18 to 22 year old men to buy into what I'm showing them here at this program, and you know, they've got their interests on, you know, girls, they've got their interest on all the things that young men have their interest on, and they're, they're interested in partying, they're interested in having fun, they're in college, a lot of their classmates are partying, and I as a coach have to get them to say, no, you got to get away from that and focus on the job at hand because it's so difficult to win at this level. If, a, if Nick Saban said that, are we having any issues with that whatsoever? I know some people will say, well, that's a coach saying it, not a player. But it's like the sentiment is real, and it's not. It's a guy trying to give you a little peer into what it's like to be a leader on a college football team. I don't have a problem with that. If I, if I were Steve Sarkeesian, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Because I guarantee he said the same or more to these guys that he has an issue with. Behind the scenes, in the locker room. You know, these guys, these coaches always want these guys to act like men. Well, here you have somebody who acted like a man. And so what are you going to do now? You're You're going to say, no media for you. No, you're too real. You acted like too much of a man. That's the other thing that's kind of weird with Sarkeesian. I get his perspective. When I said I understand where both guys are coming from a little bit, I get Sarkeesian's perspective a smidge of these are all great issues to bring up. Why are we bringing this up in the media? So how does Steve Sarkeesian illustrate that that's the wrong approach? He goes out and brings up a personnel issue in the media with this guy, right? He goes to the media and says, that guy's not going to talk to you for a while because that was inappropriate and I don't like it and I don't agree with it. Well, if you want to show him the way to be a leader, sometimes that's the best way to do it, right? Is to actually exhibit it in your own life. That's where you go, hey man, I understand exactly what you're saying. 
this is going to stay between me and you. I was really not cool with you going out in the media and doing that. And here's why. It's because of this, this, and this. I don't want that perception around our program. I admire, though, your leadership. You are still a leader on this team, and you are still free to talk to the media. But I need you to be on this side of things and understand you're presenting an image that isn't great. He could have that conversation in the locker room with that guy and never bring it to the media. And then the media doesn't even blow it up because now we're talking about it. Did we talk about his comments the first time? No, we're talking about this situation. That's on Sarkeesian. Uh, FIFA is getting into the streaming platform business with a soccer slash football version of Netflix and Amazon Prime. Service is free. Largely will feature documentaries and some live games at the launch, but it could eventually be a way for FIFA to broadcast World Cup matches itself at a cost. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting if you're a soccer fan. And I wonder how many other leagues would eventually think of maybe doing something similar, right? Where, you know, FIFA's kind of unique. There are a bunch of soccer leagues all over the world that don't have broad television distribution. It's easy to put those games on for free on an app and not charge anybody for it. But once you're using their app, then if they say, oh, by the way, there's a World Cup game only on the app. Oh, and it costs $6.99 to watch it. There's going to be a lot of people that will pay that one time to watch their favorite team play. So that might be their business model. That might be what they're trying to do. I wonder if the NFL, for example, would ever say, here, all the draft coverage, everything you want, all that stuff exclusively on our app, and it's free, and we'll throw a couple games on there per year, but those are going to cost you. I wonder if they would ever do that. I doubt it because they're TV partnerships. I don't know. We've talked about this before. I I don't know where the bubble is for streaming services. I saw CNN Plus, which launched a couple weeks ago. And they've had sort of like a full-court press on for this. I know they brought in Chris Wallace from Fox just to do work on CNN+. Plus. Jake Tapper's got a show on there. I think Anderson Cooper's got a show on there. Rex Chapman, I want to say, is doing CNN Plus stuff. Whatever. They they brought in a lot of different people from different places to build this up. So, you know, it started two weeks ago, and I saw a story today. They have fewer than 10,000 daily users, and that is Bad. That's not going to work. That is. Look, we could do Man and Bone Plus, and I think we'd get about 10,000 users for that. CNN, with the platform that they have, the amount of money that I'm sure they're sinking into that, that is a disaster. Now, I know they'll probably say, well, it's early. People are checking us out. That's where you should have the most looky-loos. Yeah. The service, by the way, costs five ninety nine a month, so it's not like it's ridiculously expensive. But I think more and more people are just saying, look, I don't care if it's 5 or $6. I have too many of these. I don't watch them. I'm going to pick and choose what I have here. Yeah, I think that's that's a an issue that you have if it costs money. And FIFA may eventually charge for this, right? But the fact oh, that trust it's free me, they, right now... They will eventually charge no, for this. No, I, I know, but right now, here's what FIFA does. With a lot of the games they're going to put on this FIFA app... They currently put them on YouTube and stream them on YouTube for free. So if you're on YouTube and you're on FIFA's channel on YouTube, you can go there and watch games from I don't know what country, but plenty of countries where they have pro soccer games that aren't widely televised across the world. You know, not they're not putting Premier League games on there. They don't have the rights to that. That wouldn't be allowed, but lesser leagues they might be able to. Now that'll all be on the app. They're just trying to convert people over to using this app worldwide. Think about it. If across the globe... If two or three million people 
We're picking no, up that app. It could be fairly Think lucrative. about how much money you can make off that. If you then said, oh, and by the way, we're putting one game on here that matters and it costs five bucks. That that would be lucrative for them whenever they choose to do it. But you're right. Eventually, I'm sure they will charge for this. And then I wonder how many people will stick with the app. FIFA's spokesperson, Tokyo Sex Whale, <laughs> says that he's looking forward to extorting people directly and yes. not just countries and cities. I like you. You brought me again into the FIFA. I like that you can watch every single time FIFA. They have a highlight reel of lies they've told <laughs> over the years and been caught in. And they're like, it's like a blooper reel where they're like, boing. They add little sound. Yeah, effects. the games are free, but it's six bucks for the highlight reel of lies. <laughs> and that's what everybody watches. They pay for it. The NFL has a big problem to deal with. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching an accident causing delays on Olentangy River Road, north of Park Road. Still working to get this one cleared out of the roadway. Please use caution over here. And some rain showers moving throughout the area. This could be affecting the visibility of the roadways. Please be extra cautious and slow down around sharp curves. Starting report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Print Marketing Services help small business print big with wide format signs and banners. Right now, get $10 off custom printed signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. Offer ends on May 28th. Visit staples.com slash signs for details. This is your sign to print big at Staples. Only an array with fan traffic the podcast is brought to you by our friends care heating and cooling i end every commercial the same way telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust it's not just a slogan it's the care creed with arms wide open the way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you the customer at the end of every interaction with care care heating and cooling call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust like a sports drink but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes back to man and bone i guess Cuba Gooding Jr. was in trouble for doing things with women that he shouldn't be doing. Oh? I just saw that he's, I didn't he's know that. pleaded guilty in, uh, in court. He won't get any jail time. And again, I'm not minimizing the act. It's just I find the, the label humorous. He's pleading guilty to forcible touching. Mm. I didn't know that was a crime. Forcible I mean, touching. I mean, I'm glad it's a crime. Yeah, I'm glad it's a crime like, too, but... If someone just walked up and grabbed my genitals, I would be like, don't, don't do that. That's not Forcible okay. touching. Yeah, that's bad. Don't, don't do that. That like, I'm with you though. The terminology of the crime, someone had to, at some point say, we're, we're going to, we're going to codify this in the law. What should we call it? And when they say forcible touching, they're like, yeah, that's good. The committee agrees. Forcible touching is passed. All right. Well, he's not going to jail, so he's free to do. Wait, Chill so he, Factor so wait, 2 with Skeet Ulrich. He did forcibly touch and is still allowed to yes n- to go and do more forcible touching? Well, I, I think they send him away and say, don't forcibly touch anymore. Well, I would hope so, but you know, a good way to prevent that is to maybe throw someone in jail for a little he bit to say, don't do it. to one misdemeanor count. Oh, it's so a misdemeanor. It's a misdemeanor. I yeah. see. Okay. Well, then... Uh, if he complies with the terms of his deal in six months, the misdemeanor will be reduced to a violation which is not a crime. Oh. So no more forcible touching. Yeah, don't forcibly touch. No. But I think we should extend that to like someone comes up to you and they're like, hey, and they stick their hand out. It's like, I, I don't have to shake your hand. Gooding I don't was want to. indicted on six misdemeanor counts for inappropriately touching three women in separate incidents. 
He was first arrested in June 2019, but the case and his career have languished ever since. The trial date was repeatedly pushed back due to the pandemic. Mm. Prosecutors had sought to call 19 additional accusers whose claims did not result in criminal charges, but the judge ruled that only two of them could testify at trial. Oh, the Browns are now got their radar up. They're like, hey, see, see up for playing any well, football? He is, he, well, he played football. He was a wide receiver for the Cardinals. Remember in Jerry right. Maguire? Yes, of course. They're going to sign him up. They're going to show him the money. What was his name? Rod Tidwell? I think that's, I think that's right. Well, whatever. That's not good. You got all those accusers. That, that would seem to be bad to me, but I'm told by some people, no, those accusers are just all making it up. His girlfriend, Claudine De Niro, the ex-wife of actor Robert De Niro's son. That's okay. A, that's a lot of stuff That's there, a lot of stuff going on. Has stood by him since the allegations first surfaced. So she, wa- all right. she wants him to forcibly touch her. I guess. I don't know if she wants the forcible, but she just wants the, I don't know. I don't know what she wants. She wants him to not go to jail, and it looks like he won't. So there you go. She stood by him. Accused of squeezing a 30-year-old woman's breast at the Moxie Hotel in Times Square. Hmm. Where, uh. It's not good. What's his name? Matt McGloin. Matt McGloin. McGloin. He's there. He runs the Moxie Hotel. I bet he does. They, do they serve the moxie drink there mm-hmm. as well? Musburger's at the bar just playing Kino the entire time. It's just <laughs> saying moxie. moxie. Yeah. Well, I didn't know uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. was, yeah, uh, that's not, good. was not a great dude, yeah. but apparently not. So now we know. Well, okay. Was he trending? Was he trending? Yes, no, he was trending. I, okay, is that a, I didn't know if that's how you saw it. I didn't know how it came up. I was I just, just I look up information about cuba gooding jr every day <laughs> you got a google and news today alert. I just hit the lottery it was cuba gooding jr day the washington commanders failed to refund security deposits concealed revenue and kept two sets of financial books the u.s house oversight and reform committee alleged in a letter it sent to the federal trade commission the 20-page letter detailed what the committee said was a multi-year process of altering records to hide revenue that led to more po- profits for the organization look we could talk about inappropriate touching, forcible touching, work, workplace misconduct by Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders slash Redskins back in the day. But if it's true that Dan Snyder was withholding money and revenue from the NFL and other owners, there is no way in hell this guy is able to keep his team. They will force him to sell the Washington Commanders. Yeah, it, so this is a congressional investigation, but I also saw, didn't the NFL's investigator that they put on, because remember they did their own investigation around the workplace issues, and they came back and fined him $10 million. And then we never found out what was in that workplace investigation. I want to say they've now hired someone else to do another investigation of him and the workplace allegations, and they're now throwing all this into it too. How does that not come up? I don't know. No. When, you're, when you're tearing open every single email from this organization, I, I presume you're also looking at the financial books, no? Well, so how does this not come up? You're telling me the NFL, with all the billions of dollars it generates in revenue, they don't have forensic accountants on staff looking for improprieties like this? Well, number one, I thought $10 million was a laughable fine, right, when they first did it. Could it be that it all did come up in that report that, remember, was given orally to the nfl owners don't say that well it was it was not written down it was spoken i got it 
It was a report. I don't know what else you call it. A, a book report in front of the class? An oral report. That's I got what they it. call it. Anyway. It makes me uncomfortable. Okay. Stop forcibly touching me with they, your words. They gave this report without any written info so that nothing could leak out. Could it be they did find this? And No, the, there's no way they found this. Why? There is no way. Why? There's no way the NFL owners, the other NFL owners who were cheated out of cash, just would have gone along with this plan and fined him $10 million. They would have ousted him. I would agree with you until you look at the numbers that they're talking about. How much cash are they truly getting screwed out of? You're you're like you're exactly right that it's a it's a thing that would be embarrassing and a terrible look. And if I'm a billionaire owner in the NFL, I don't want to be around this guy. But you go look at some of these numbers where they talk about yeah, for one thing, they hit eleven dollars per ticket and they moved it over to the Army Navy game, which does not the Army Navy game fall under the NFL revenue sharing. They took the difference of $11 per ticket and then shoved it into that game and said, that's on this game and it's not on those other games. So you don't get it. What could $11 from 80,000, right? That's, that's still a lot of money. It's close to a million dollars, but it's, it's, if that's what they're doing once or twice a year over a period of 10, 15 years, that's probably about 10, $15 million. But if that's what they were doing, you think they just did that once? No, the whole I don't. system's I'm probably saying, dirty. I'm saying they probably were doing this little... I'm shocked when I'm reading these numbers of how much it looks like they put into getting so little money. Like this, this dude runs like FedEx. Am I wrong? It, this is a guy who's got like all these different irons in the fire. He, he doesn't run FedEx, but he's got a partnership with FedEx. One of their owners is partners with him. Anyway... This is a guy who's making billions and billions of dollars. Why are you trying to get a hundred grand here, a uh, eleven grand there, fifty grand there, two hundred grand here? Why are you trying to do that from your other NFL owners? It is embarrassing. It is terrible. But they didn't. They didn't care when it was also embarrassing. And he's groping people all over well, the place. They should care. Right. There's no shortage of billionaires looking to line up to buy an NFL team. Kick this guy out. I don't know. And then sell his franchise for $5 billion. I agree with you. I don't know what has stopped them from doing it previously. To your point. You're right. I would think this would be the straw that broke the camel's back. But I also have said that like two or three other times. And he's still there. Still rolling out crappy logos wearing his dumb Letterman jacket. Remember when he was going to back away from the team and he wasn't going to be involved in day-to-day operations? How's that all working? They're still, he, they're still claiming that he's not involved. He was right there front and center at their press conference when crap. they unveiled the new logo. I know. This guy is a train wreck and the NFL keeps making excuses for him. Maybe this will be the one that lets him go, but you're I, I don't understand why they haven't already gotten rid of him. But how is Dan Snyder's egg farm? Is is he mistreating the chickens? I'm going to glue myself to the field goal post until we get that answer. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching an accident causing slowdowns on Olentangy River Road, north of Hard Road. It is taking quite some time to get this clear. Should be clearing up pretty soon, though. You'll also find some delays on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is backed up in that area. Starbuck Report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. When you buy a home at Rocket Mortgage, you'll have a team of experts to help you every step of the way. Forget unwanted surprises and unanswered questions. That's not how they work. You'll feel informed and confident at every turn. When you're ready to buy or refinance, Rocket can. I'm the NRA with fan traffic.
The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Timmy and I had a very good pong game going out there. I heard. I heard. I saw. I didn't see, actually. He has entered this new stratosphere where he's returning everything. Oh. I can't beat him. Really? But I know if I stay the course and play my game, he will fall back down to earth. This is a fluke. Would you like me to go out there and watch? Because I think whenever I start watching, whenever someone actually watches oh, Tim, you to watch. then the pressure gets to Timmy, That's right. and then he starts to crumble a little he's bit. He's mentally weak. I don't know if he's mentally weak. I'm I just think the it. pressure puts it, and puts it on him. A lot of us have felt that pressure. It's hard to deal with. Maybe Baker Mayfield can come and heckle him. Well, that's what he wants to do. He wants to find random people to heckle. That's right. Uh, what is what is what do we have here? We are going on campus. Oh, that's I right. Believe. I have to get so my. We're trying to do. I'm not I ready. That's almost like you were playing ping pong. No, no, right? I'm ready. The start of this now. segment. Are you? I'm ready. Are now. you good now? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Common man and T bones on campus. The latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Feeling the heat? Call the experts at Logan Services now for hot deals on train air conditioners. Hot. hot. That's right. It's hot. Uh, JT Daniels, you might remember him as a former USC quarterback who started as a freshman and then got injured his sophomore year and Keaton Slovis came in to take over for him. Then he transferred to Georgia and it was thought, well, maybe he'll do something big there. And he, he hasn't quite gotten to that point yet at Georgia either. So JT Daniels is announced again. He is transferring to another school. That would be to West Virginia. He is going to join the Mountaineers. He had the opportunity to go there. And also Missouri and Oregon State. So, whatever he Who's says. The coach at West Virginia. I don't remember. I don't remember. Either. I don't. I don't have the foggiest clue. I probably should know that. Gordon but I don't. Gee. That's. <laughs> yeah, he's coaching the football team now. Neil and Brown. Neil Brown. Neil Brown. Mm, mm, Come to my house. I've redecorated. <laughs> That's my Gordon Gee slash I Jeff see. Rimmer impersonation. Daniel said, going up and down the roster, I feel like they have a very, very good pieces everywhere. It feels like a great fit for a quarterback. I feel like there's a really, really, really good team that I'm going to wow. step into and do Three my really's. part to contribute. I once heard an author say, when someone says really, 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 it means they can't think of any other good words. So they're just saying really. So really just get rid of it and say good. So I think they have a good team. Anyway, I think they have good pieces and they're a good team. Whatever he'll talk himself into it. I hope. I hope he has fabulous success there at West Virginia. Meanwhile, ex Oregon football player uh, is suing the NCAA and Willie Taggart for a staggering amount of money. Uh, Doug Brenner played at Oregon and was part of a, a series of controversial workouts in 2017, according to a report by Heather Dinich. Uh, in these workouts that he did, he ended up suffering lifelong injuries oh, no. that remain with him to this day. Was yes. Chris Doyle there? Uh, no, but the strength and conditioning coach as well has been named in this lawsuit. Willie Taggart, who has said in a statement that he cares about every one of his players, he plans on going to this trial, he plans on sitting there and, and, and 
says, even though I don't agree with what he's saying, I wish him nothing but the best. The amount of money that uh, Brenner is suing for is $125 million in damages. He claims in these workouts that he was with a group of players for four consecutive days for 60 to 90 minute early morning workouts where water was not made available. His lawsuit says that both Taggart and the strength and conditioning coach didn't review the training program with the school's medical staff as Oregon uh, required them to, or Oregon did not require them to do that, and that was a failure on their part. He also says that the school and the medical staff acknowledged the workout went beyond the student-athlete's natural limits after the first day, but rather than stop the workouts after people complained, they brought in oxygen tanks and said, keep it going. So that's the basis of his concern. We will see what happens with this lawsuit. If that is true, look, I understand that you know, some of these workouts, guys are going to puke. I get it. But how do you not have water available? Right. I mean, wasn't... I know there was heat as a factor, too, but I want to say the tragic death of Corey Stringer, right, in the NFL. Uh, yes, Former Ohio State, you know, player who went on to play with the Vikings. When he passed away, I thought that was one of the things they said in there was there wasn't water available, and that was a big problem. I, I don't know so. how that's possible. If anything, not even because you're concerned about the player's well-being, you're just concerned about getting sued. Well, I right. Think. I mean, I would think all the above. All those should be factors you would think about, but apparently not. A couple of Georgia offensive linemen are looking at transferring. Amarius Mims and Clay Weber have both entered the transfer portal. Uh, both of these guys were five-star recruits. Mims out of Cochran, Georgia, was a six-seven, is a six-foot-seven, three hundred thirty-pound lineman, but he was a top-ten player in the twenty twenty-one class. Uh, he has chosen Georgia over the likes of Bama, Auburn, Florida, everyone else, but now. He is uh, apparently not getting the reps that he wanted to this season. So he has moved on and said, I'm opening up my recruitment. I'm back. I can go anywhere. Webb, meanwhile, was also a huge recruiting win for Georgia when they picked an Alabama native from Oxford, Alabama, to join the Bulldogs. He went there over Alabama, Auburn, and all the others in the 2019 recruiting cycle. Number one center in that class, number two overall prospect in the state of Alabama. But his playing time decreased over the last few years, so he is moving on as well. So Two number one guys, or two you know five star guys leaving in one uh, uh, portal cycle, and finally, North Carolina big man in the basketball court, Armando Baycott, has announced he's returning to the Tar Heels. Had a great tournament run, was runner up for ACC Player of the Year, would have been a big pick in the NBA draft. He decided to come back and go for another. He said he wants to finish what they started. Right, here's my question to you: and win a title. Right, he can say all that stuff. Finish what I started. I want to win a title. If NIL doesn't exist, is he coming back to school? I highly doubt it. I don't think so either. But you're right. He could probably he could probably write some checks for himself at this point. He, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets five million dollars worth of endorsements next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. National, all that. His profile is very high nationwide. He would be able to cash in on a lot of that next year. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find I-71 northbound at 670. It does save the left lane. ODOT crews are now on scene trying to get things cleaned up. But traffic is bumper to bumper over here. Please use extra caution as things get clear. Starving Report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Make it a real delicious Easter when you fill your basket at Fresh Time Market. Shop Hatfield's boneless pre-sliced pit ham, just $1.99 a pound, and save on fresh seasonal sides and florals. Hop on over to your neighborhood for neighborhood Fresh Time. Get real. Only an array with fan traffic. Hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, 
Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up at 534. Jackets and Canadiens tonight. Catch all the action right here on the fan. I have QVC on in here. They're selling round hot dogs. Oh, I've like, seen that. They're, they're hot like hot dog patties. Right. They're like hot dog patties, like burger shaped, which to me, that's just bologna then. Yeah. It's, you have it's, a thick cut piece of bologna. Which. If uh, you don't like a bologna sandwich, and I'm talking like the thick cut grilled bologna, if you've not had like a fried bologna oh, sandwich, it's, it's you delicious. haven't lived. But let's call it what it is. It's not a flat hot dog. It's thick well, bologna. I know. It's like they make a little shape out of it. It's like, no, at the end, it still kind of looks, there's a little hot dog rounded edges on it. It's like, whatever. Who cares? We all know what it is. It's very processed lunch meat that you have put in an encased meat product and then smushed. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Just call that bologna because that's. We'll eat it. Fry it up. It's delicious. I love the caramelization you can get when oh, you absolutely. do that to a fried bologna, but just call it that. All right, rundown. Let's go. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 855-MISTERS. We had uh, baseball this afternoon. Guardians beat the Reds 7-3 to at Great American Ballpark. Uh, your guy, Phil Castellini, apologized. Oh, my guy. For his comments oh, okay. yesterday, but okay. I don't buy a word of it. No, why would you? And look, Reds fans, how has this become a thing? I'm astonished by this. And during the postseason, I sort of rolled my eyes at it because I thought it was overly emotional with national writers trying to write a story about how Mike Brown has stayed the course and how patient he was and how much he cares and his family lineage, all of that. And I said at the time, it's a bunch of crap. And it's still a bunch of crap. But Phil Castellini is such a big piece of crap that now people are looking at Mike Brown saying, that's the guy in the city. That's the owner that's got our back. That's the owner that's investing in his product. Yeah, it is. uh, It's pretty pathetic state of affairs there in Cincinnati when it comes to the Reds' ownership. I know the sentiments may not last. I know there are a lot of people who will try to do this and then try as you might. You're still going to get sucked into a random game. But I have seen the sentiment quite a bit on social media the last few days after these comments yesterday and today saying, I'm done. I'm not until they sell the team. I'm not giving them a dime of my money, which is hard to do, right? Because if you flip on a game, yep. you're kind of in sort of a roundabout way. There's still a chance they're getting not your money, but... It's helping overall. Either way, I don't blame people for saying I don't want any part of buying merchandise or going and buying tickets. I know. I get that. It's hard, and though, because a lot a, of people have an attachment to going there just I know. for there's, fun. There's it's that a night aspect out. of it. And then, you know, once upon a time, we've talked about this. That used to matter. 
If the team didn't sell tickets, if the team didn't sell merchandise, that was a big deal. But now, these owners, and the Castellini family's one of them, they don't care if they shut the doors and nobody shows up to their game. All they have to do is hang on to this investment and continues to make them money. They bought this team for $260 million. They're going to sell this team for over a billion dollars. And they will sell it for even more if they don't play a damn game from here until 2035. Well, They'll right. continue to earn equity on this investment and make money, whether you show up or not. I hate that's the way the system is, but it is. We talk all the time about hey, how they are one of the cheaper ownership groups in all of professional sports. And we brought up, too, that the Guardians with the Dolans are also cheap. And you can argue about which one is more relatively cheap given their relative income and wealth. But the reality is anybody we're talking about here, even the Castellinis who have a very low net worth compared to all the other Major League Baseball owners, they had the ability to swing a deal where they could either finance or outright have $260 million to buy a baseball team way back when. They're not needing the money necessarily. They'll be fine for money. What bugs me is that uh, there are owners who get into sports and think, cool, I own a sports team. Let's go win some games. Let's do it every year. I don't care what it costs. I'm super competitive and this is my outlet. I can't play these sports, so I want to be the best owner and win as many games as possible. Then you have other ownership groups who go, we own this asset. It will increase our bottom line. As long as we don't spend too much, we'll make X amount of dollars every year, which will keep our family living their lavish lifestyle. And that's where I feel like the Castellinis falls, that second group. They don't have the desire to win. They are not doing this as a community asset, even though despite all these apologies they're issuing today, the only reason they're in this is because they got the asset, they thought it would be fun, they realized how expensive it was and said, ooh, I don't think I can handle that. It's it's more akin to someone buying a sports car and then not wanting to put the good sports tires on it because they're too expensive, so they just put regular old tires. That's who the Castellinis are. Yeah, uh, they say they're not going to sell, but you know that was a pretty big PR hit they had yesterday, so we'll see if they hold true to that statement. Cavs lost to the Nets last night. Nets become the seventh seed. They will play the Celtics in the first round. The Cavs will play the winner of the Hawks and Hornets. That game is tonight for a chance to be the number eight seed. The Cavs will play that game on Friday. Uh, Baker Mayfield was on a podcast that was released today. Uh, among some of the things he said, and I have some audio actually to play for you here. He said that he wished he could go to someone's cubicle and boo them. We talked about that in the 4 o'clock hour and how that's just simplistic and stupid, and I can't believe we're talking about it in 2022. Right. Yes, there's a lot of stress. Yes, I'm sure your mentions on social media suck. The other side of that is you're a professional athlete. You're paid millions of dollars. There's a lot of people that are stressed out. They get yelled at in their job on a daily basis, whether by their boss or by customers that are unhappy. That certainly aren't in the cash land that you are. Cash land? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Well, you know what? If if Baker Mayfield has to pay the percentage of his net worth to come into my office and boo me, that I have to pay of my net worth to go watch him, then maybe we'd have an equal trade-off. Then maybe we'd have something there. But that's the reality. He, that analogy never works because it never uh, indicates the amount of Love you and know, passion fans have for their team. Small-minded thinking. It's something that a 12-year-old thinks. Usually as an adult, you evolve past that point, but these guys are stunted adolescents. Here is, and I'm the guy who says balls every day. Here <laughs> is Baker 
talking about how he feels disrespected by the Browns. Yeah, the respect thing is like it, it's all it's all going to be like a personal opinion. No, I, I feel disrespected, hundred mm-hmm. percent, because I was told one thing and they completed another. That's what I'm in the middle of right now. And you know what? Okay, I got I got my taste of it because I've had. Four different head coaches in four years, a bunch of different coordinators. I've had talk about the highs. They always come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they always come back. <laughs> always yeah. Come back. But like, I mean, I had great times my rookie year. Like, I didn't, I didn't start in the beginning. I came in and got to have fun the back half of the year. Twenty nineteen sucked. Twenty twenty was great. Made the playoffs. Twenty twenty one was miserable. It's like I'm just looking for stabilization right now, and like I know what I need to do for right. me to be to be the best version of me. Right. And to be able to lead an organization, I'm in a good place right now. Right. To where like I have no clue where I'm going. Uh, all right. Here's my thoughts on this. I do want to add one more little piece of context there. He is saying all this while he's sitting on a couch next to a dog. <laughs> I watched the video. Right, well, of whatever, this. let him live. It's, I'm just telling you that's the laid back nature of this podcast. But he got some interesting quotes out of it. I am not saying that the Cleveland Browns and Andrew Barry have handled this the right way. I'm sure behind the scenes they have, you know, been less than truthful with Baker Mayfield about their intentions this off season. And I don't think that's the right way to go about your business. He talks about the stability of the franchise. Of course, he's going to point that out. How can you expect me to succeed? I've had so many coaches. I've had so many coordinators. It's always something with the Cleveland Browns. It's not stable. That's true. That's not wrong. But one of the reasons why, not the only reason why, one of the reasons why that is a thing is because you, as a player, have not been stable. You've been up and down and inconsistent, and you wonder why there are these wild swings within your organization since you've been there. It's because you've had wild swings. Yeah, I think that's a completely fair assessment of the situation, and I don't I don't think Baker Mayfield at this point, he has reason to be mad at how the Browns have handled all this. Sure. That's real, but to say... I just want some stability. Yeah, well, so do a lot of the people who root for you on the field. They'd like to have seen you be more stable as a quarterback, and it didn't happen. Uh, here's Baker talking about social media negativity. Oh, as much man. as I say that I don't see it, I, I used to see everything because mm. I would feed into it then. Yeah. And it was like, it was cute at a high school stage of like, uh, Baker Mayfield will never get a scholarship, he'll never be able to make it in college. Then when it gets to the point where it's, it's on a national television thing, then you get, you get households talking about it, you get a bunch of people. It's just all negativity, and if I'm constantly reading that, I start to think about that in my own head. Hundred percent. Like, Why am I doing 100%. that? Yeah, uh, good, good thought there. If you read the negative wow. things, you'll think about them. Things get tougher when you become a professional and you make millions of dollars. Right. It it's was cute a little in high school when you didn't have a scholarship in high school versus yeah, right. now you're paid a lot of money to go hawk progressive. Right. I mean, there's yeah, a little man, difference things, in those things get tougher when you grow up and get a mortgage and pay your bill. Yeah. Adult uh, being an adult is tough. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Doesn't he realize how much of a baby he sounds like? I know, man. But I think a lot of guys, they they are told a lot of players, athletes at all levels are told, hey, man, you just focus on this sports thing. Everything else will work out. And and the part that's not always brought up is it'll work out from a you making money standpoint if you're lucky enough to get to the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, whatever. But then you got to figure out how to survive in that ecosystem and how to survive being not the best guy to ever play at any place you've been. Suddenly you're on a team with all of those guys and you're just like a guy or you're expected to be the best ever to play that position. And that's wildly different than being the best at your high school. Here's Baker talking about how he's going to come to your office and boo you. You look at a bunch of other sad stories. It's like, if guys don't play ball, then 
bad shit happens. Right. Like, that's their way out. And so when people are, like, so critical of it, it's like, these guys are, that's the way Life's they... Life's on the line. I would love to show up to somebody's cubicle and just boo the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. And, see, and watch, watch them crumble. 10,000 people. Now, I'm wrong this for, guy sucks. Yeah. I'm wrong for saying bad that. Sale. I'm wrong for saying that. We- yes, you are wrong for <laughs> saying that. Yes, I think it would be bad if you showed up at a Sunoco gas station and booed the gas attendant because they're not doing a good enough job that day on their $9 an hour they're making. Good call, Baker. You sound like an idiot. And they're worried about being robbed during the overnight shift. <laughs> right. Yes, there are douchebags who boo, who are being over the top and terrible. There are people who take it too far. I don't think someone looking at you throwing your third pick in a big game and goes, man, this guy sucks today. Boo! Like, that's that's not... Yeah, you get paid $19 million a year to put up with that and to be a good quarterback. And so, unfortunately, yeah, can't control everybody in that stadium with 70,000 people. All right, whatever. Baker Mayfield on the, what's the podcast called? I don't know. You've got mail. I forget. <laughs> something. It's not that. It's, I think it's you've got mail, bro. Dot org. It's something. Okay. Something. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 855-MISTERS. Some Urban Meyer career news for you. Coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. A disabled vehicle is causing heavy slowdowns on 71 northbound at 670. It is blocking the left lane, causing stop-and-go traffic from Spring Street. ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful. Keep an eye out for those crews. Striving Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options so the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up at 534. Uh, Urban was on the Tim May podcast. All right. Yeah. Uh, He was asked about doing TV again, potentially doing TV again. Yeah. Urban said, that's all still in conversation. I love Fox. I love their team. I love their guys. There's nothing that's been finalized yet. But yeah, I plan on going back and doing it. I really enjoyed that. I enjoy celebrating those who play it, celebrate those who coach it. It's a great game. Why does Urban, why does he want to do this? Well, I know why he wants to do it. He wants to stay relevant. He wants to, probably thinks I'm too old, just be sitting around the house. And No, but here's what I mean. You and me want to stay relevant to some level because we, we, we get paid. We, we have paychecks. We work. We have jobs. We'd like to eventually retire and have a nice life after this, but... 
That's why you and I work. That's why many people work, right? Is we want to make money. We want to have a nice retirement, have our kids' college paid for, whatever it is. And then when you get there and that happens, you move on. Urban has had that done for a long time. I don't, and I know that you would say, well, he's the ultimate competitor. Coaching is what I would understand him wanting to go back to, but clearly that's not going to happen anytime soon. Why wouldn't you just want to go away from all this? And look how it went last year, right? Not your best year. Wouldn't you just not want to be in the limelight for a little bit? Wouldn't you want to just take some time out of that? I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm applying my own brain to his life, and that's wrong because I wouldn't have also probably been as successful as him because I don't have the same brain as him, right? But I would say I've made all this money. I had a bad year last year. I don't want to see people for a while. I want to just be out of the limelight. Now, there's going to be an opening there because Bob Stoops is moving on to coach the XFL again. Oh, God. Whatever. Let him live. Yes. And you know what? From a Fox perspective, Urban, I thought, was better at it than Bob Stoops was. Well, sure, yeah. As long as they can get past all the other stuff if they're not horribly offended by that. I mean, I think he's a better analyst than what they currently have. Well, (laughs) that's probably what it is, too, with Urban, right? I mean, he had a bad year last year, so... You go on TV and you're and he is good at doing the TV stuff. Yeah, I think he's good at it. He, you will see articles written about he, you know, he's he's back, he's moved on from all that, things are better now. But he'll get a lot of praise for his analyst work cuz he is very good at that. So maybe that's why too. Maybe it, it's a boost to the ego. I did see the other day that they sold the house in Jacksonville for 2.3 million dollars. It posted on March 8th. It posted just this week, but they sold it on March 8th. Uh, they just bought it a year ago. Oh, okay. That's for $2.15 million. And if, if you remember, this is on the same street where Timmy Tebow lives. Oh, I did not remember that. Yes, okay. Because that was the whole thing is that when Urban was giving him a shot, you know, they he, were was, he was down the, neighbor, the street. Down okay, the street. Probably yeah, they carpooled to work. Come over. Well, maybe. I don't <laughs> know. Him up. And by him, I mean Tebow picked him up. And by him picking him up, I mean they just levitated over there because Tebow's got those powers. He's so I don't, special. I don't know if he he bought something somewhere else or if he's just back living full time here. I don't know. I have no idea. I assume this is not his only property because the guy has millions and millions of dollars. Speaking of having millions and millions of dollars and selling your house, did you see Mark Wahlberg's house go up for sale? No. I mean, he's is, got he's got some money. Okay, that yeah, we know. He's got a lot of money. Uh, Mark Wahlberg selling his. It's not. It has not sold yet. It is up for sale. Twelve bedroom mansion. Let him live. Thirty thousand square feet in the Beverly Park neighborhood of Los Angeles with a cool six point one four acres that he has this property set on. How much? It is a French-style old-world chateau meets Parisian train station is how they describe you know this. What that, you know what that means? Ridiculous? Gaudy AF Gaudy is what that and means. Gaudy huge and ridiculous. Yeah. Interior design, design language, gaudy AF. Uh, yes. The property is up for sale at the bargain price of $87.5 million. Look, as ridiculous as that is, Someone's going to buy it, of course. We had the story, I told you the story on Monday about the venture capitalist guy. He's worth $1.7 billion, according to Forbes. In a six-month time span, he's purchased $225 million worth of real estate in Malibu alone. At least with this for your 80-something million dollars. You're getting acreage. Yeah, right, You're getting 30,000 square feet. This last house that this billionaire guy 
bought in Malibu was $33 million. Mm-hmm. How much square footage do you think you get for $33 oh, million dollars in Malibu? I, I don't know. 3,200 would... square feet. Oh, my God. 3,200 square feet. How many millions? $33 million. Now, it's looking at the ocean, but 3,200 so, square feet cost $33 million. So you got a million per hundred square feet. That's that's yes. not great. That's, yes. that's a why well, It is great if you could afford I it. I guess. Sure. I'm looking at this Wahlberg property, by the way, like Johnny you said. Wahlberg. Yeah. Mark, well, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, John. Uh, I'm looking at his property. Now, it is obviously a very lavish house, but I'm looking more at the outside. Mm-hmm. What I can see here, this is like a helicopter view of the property. There is a giant pool. All of this is nestled, I want to point out, in a valley between the Hollywood Hills, right? I mean, these are huge hills all over that part of California. So you're up in a nice little mountainous region, but then you've got this cool little valley where you sit in. It's got a big pool there, huge lawn with a nice giant like uh, stair-step patio all the way down, multiple levels to that. Then there's a guest house and all that stuff back behind this. Then there is a full-size outdoor basketball court with lights and seating. Like, there are, like, uh, what am I looking for? Benches, not benches, but, you know, where people could sit in, in, like, stands. They've got those. Then he's got what appears to be at least one golf course hole, complete with sand traps, a green. So that's just like a putting green. No, no, it's, it's like, it looks like you could drive a, from a tee box to a green. You know what you call that? What do you call that? I want me some glory hole. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so... That's $87 million worth of real estate. Plus, the house itself looks like it's gigantic. Speaking of celebrities and their their homes, I saw that uh, Sylvester Stallone was selling his house. Oh. He's downsizing. Okay. So he sold, he listed his house, I guess, for like $110 million. Sylvester Stallone. Wow. Didn't sell for that. Only sold for $58 million. Hmm. Wonder how wonder how he'll live on that. Well, he bought an eighteen point two million dollar house to downsize. Oh, sure. Now he's in his seventies, Bone. Yeah. What I do I know that the I know that when you're at a certain level, right, you you want to have the most lavish and nice things. But I do wonder when you have a I don't know, thirty thousand square foot house, I think is what I said Wahlberg's house was. How do what do you live what do you do? There's no way you make use of 30,000 square feet every day. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just saying, I don't know how you live it. Unless, like, do you get physically larger when you make this amount of money where you're just taking bigger steps in your house? You're like, I don't, I don't have enough room anymore. I got to move. You know who bought Stallone's house for $58 million? I don't know. Adele. Oh, let her live. That's. I just meant a computer. A computer <laughs> brought her, bought her house. Oh, God. Oh, dude, you're getting Adele. Hey, hey. Hello from the other side. What is that? That's her song. Oh, I don't know what the hell that was. You've never oh, heard you Adele? I mean, that wasn't I a very could, good I rendition. Couldn't tell, I couldn't tell you an Adele song. No. All right. Well, that's one of them. Look, hello. That is literally one of her songs. That's hello. It's me. That's how it starts. Okay. You'd like it. Maybe Leanna can sing some for me. Not not as good as I just did. <laughs> That was that was some top quality crooning I right there. I bet Juliana has a fantastic singing voice. No, she's not gonna. Well, you know what? You she think might. It sucks? I, don't, I don't. No, I don't think it sucks. I don't think she's gonna. She's not gonna sing on the airwaves like us two idiots. I want her to sing the entire traffic report. 
No. No, I know stop. if there's like a serious accident with injuries, you can't do that. But if it's a light day, sing it. I don't sing think the traffic she's report. Sing it. All right. Five fine. minute delay? Sing the five minute delay. She has sang it in the past. She has? Yeah, we had that on one of our intros oh, where she remember. said five minutes. Oh, but delay. that was fake. She just did that for the intro. Oh, okay. Come on. All right. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Get used to disappointment. You'll find a disabled vehicle has cleared from I-71 northbound at 670. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Plan on some residual delays. You'll also find an accident blocking the right lane of 270 southbound after I-70. Traffic is stop and go. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Common Man and T-Bones. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports by the Airport. Every single Wednesday this here time, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. Good afternoon, John. How are we? Oh, fantastic. Now that you're here, we have an exciting game tonight. We have a couple of debuts. We have Kent Johnson debuting we have Nick Blankenberg debuting. Talk about what you expect to see from those two tonight. Well, uh, let me say, having been here at practice uh, the last couple of days and then again here for the morning skate, uh, both uh, pretty impressive. Uh, in particular, Kent Johnson, fifth overall pick last July by the Blue Jackets. Uh, and that is providing, and I, I assume uh, they were able to work out uh, all the mechanics of uh, getting him his working visa. And I suspect uh, if all goes well, because the last we heard after the morning skate that uh, they hoped that they would have it prior to game time here. But he's been pretty impressive in in practice here. Uh, tremendous skill. Uh, he was a little nervous on Monday. I thought he was much better yesterday. And I think he is going to fit in really well. I kind of like the lines, the way they're set up for tonight's game. He's going to have Bjorkstrand on the right wing and Justin Danforth. We haven't talked enough about him. He's got four goals in the last six games. He settled in as a center. It took him a while to convince head coach Brad Larson that he was capable of playing center. But uh, on the left wing will be uh, Kent Johnson, and he's a playmaker. Uh, he also, I'll tell you, the skill that I saw, a couple of plays in particular in practice uh, yesterday, with his back skating back beyond the net and his back to the net, he threw a backhand, no look, right off the crossbar. 
And uh, it takes a lot of skill for that. But he's got tremendous speed. I think that uh, you'll find that he'll spend a lot of time here in Columbus over the summer working on upper body. He's barely 170 pounds, six foot one. As for Blankenberg, uh, this kid has exceeded expectations at every level. Of course, was a walk-on at Michigan. And uh, I think we're going to find that... Uh, He's a pretty capable guy to play the blue line. I think the Jackets are happy to have both. And I think it's going to be, as you say, an exciting night here in uh, in Columbus at Nationwide, where I'm sitting. You brought up Justin Danforth, and, and you're right. We haven't talked enough about him this year, but this is a 29-year-old rookie who has impressed, I think, quite a bit, especially ever since getting to play center. And seems like a guy, Rims, who just makes guys better around him. It tends to just get the line playing a little better if he's on it. I think it's interesting the Jackets gave him a two-year deal, even though, you know, this is a team trying to build for the future. He He's going to be 30, you know, I mean, and, and doesn't have a ton of NHL experience, yet they invested in keeping him around here a couple years. That must indicate that they feel he's got a, a good future here over the next few seasons with the Jackets. Well, let me say this, and I go back to something I said to you uh, when he was first signed. Uh, he played for Canada in the World Championships uh, last uh, spring and played for Gerard Gallant, who at that point uh, was still under consideration for head coaching duties here with the Blue Jackets. And after the World Championships, which they won the gold medal in, uh, he specifically talked to me about what a great signing that Danforth was. He wasn't just a one-shot wonder. He deservedly got those two years. And as you say, and rightfully so, since he's moved to center, he's become even more effective. Name-dropping with Jeff Rimmer here on The Fan. Um... Montreal's been terrible all season long. This is a team that was playing for the Cup last year, and the wheels just fell off. They've fired coach, they've fired general manager, all of that. I know that Carey Price is not there, but for those of you who have not been watching the Canadiens this year, Rims, why has this team been so bad? Well, for one, they lost their captain. Uh, Goaltending is awfully important, as you guys well know, but uh, Shea Weber... uh, Maybe the best captain in the National Hockey League, if you go back to last year and over the last several years. He's had a tremendous impact. Uh, when you lose your goaltender, it's, it, for the most part, it's the same team. Uh, Deneau signed as a free agent. That was a mistake now by the departed general manager, Mark Bergevin. Should have kept him uh, and put a little more uh, pressure on the younger guys playing in the middle. And uh, that, too, was a, a big loss. But uh, for me... Weber and Carey Price were tremendous losses for Montreal. And remember, last year, they changed the divisions. It was an all-Canadian division, and as things turned out, Montreal got the breaks, and they won the division. So, deservedly, they played in the Stanley Cup final. Let's talk a little bit about Zach Kerensky's season that he's had rims, because, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the contract that he signed in the offseason, and it's obviously a pretty big one, a lot to live up to. You know, Seth Jones goes away, questions about is Zach really a number one defenseman. I don't think there's a ton of other positions settled right now on this blue line, but he he is certainly making the case for that being a good decision to sign him up, right? I mean, a lot of hockey left to be played in his career, but this year he has shown that he is a very versatile defenseman and, and is able to still help this team score in a variety of ways. Absolutely, and again, not taking the words out of his mouth, but yeah, taking the words out of the mouth. He wanted to re-sign here in Montreal. 
or excuse me, uh, in uh, Columbus. I'm looking here at the Montreal bench right now. But he wanted to resign in Columbus. He talked about how great this city was, and he wanted to be a leader. And I'll tell you, he's shown both on and off the ice that he has uh, taken a huge leadership role here. And I think he was under the shadow last season of, of Seth Jones. But uh, this season, there's no question. Uh, he not might not have the uh, C on his jersey, but he's got an A, and he has shown tremendous leadership. And above all, he's a great player at both ends of the ring. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer, brought to you by Rimmer's friends, buyers imports by the airport. You want to talk about your friends, Rims? Oh, I talked to uh, general manager uh, uh, Kevin King several times here this week. A lot going on. I was planning a trip out, but uh, he had some big-time meetings uh, with regards to the new uh, Porsche dealership that uh, is going uh, to be constructed. So and, you and said, I, I want to come down there and visit you. And he said, no, I just have too many meetings, Rims. Don't even come. I'm <laughs> no, just too it was, busy. <laughs> it was one big meeting that he was having. Oh, okay. but, mm. uh, the big reading w- meeting was Fire Rimmer. <laughs> no. The problem The problem with you is you have no clue with what's going on. All of course, right. I sold a few cars this week, so you working did? on another hat trick. Yeah. Okay. To friends and family, and I can help you too if you're in the market for a new car, but mm-hmm. uh, that's a subject for another day. All right, yes, Rims. buyers imports by the airport. Did Rimmer just update his LinkedIn page on our show where you're just adding in like car salesmen as well? I didn't know that, Rims. That's pretty <laughs> well, good. Well, everybody comes up to me and says, hey, have you sold any cars this week? And I, matter of fact, I sold two. How there about you go. that? Let's do some name dropping. What do you have? Well, this is a, a tough a tough one for me here. Well, first I should mention today's Elvis's birthday. So big game here for Elvis tonight. April go. 13th is his birthday. But uh, it's a tough week here for me, guys, because I leave tomorrow, as you know, for Los Angeles. And it's going to be the first time in a few years that we've gone because of COVID and all. And this will be the first time that I go back to Los Angeles that I won't be at Nate and Al's with my good buddy, Larry King. I'm pretty upset about that. But uh, I perhaps can talk. Last time, I talked Jody Shelley into going and having breakfast at Nate and Al's. So maybe there's somebody in the traveling party that I can convince that uh, we've got to go to Beverly Hills and spend some time there. And well, I'm sorry. Of- I'm sorry that you won't see your friend. I'm yeah, sure yeah. That's, that's a loss yeah. for you. But what, what will you order at Nate and Al's in his memory? Uh, mm, that's a good one. What did he I, get when he was there with you? Well, he usually, we usually met for breakfast. So he had uh, scrambled eggs and uh, a couple of uh, sides. Uh, what else did he have? Oh, he had smoked salmon. <laughs> All right. He enjoyed right. his smoked okay, salmon. Okay, smoked salmon. That's a little yeah. more specific. What did you have when you would have breakfast? What was your typical order? Ooh, well, uh, I love the smoked salmon and, and have a uh, L.A. bagel. Not as good as uh, uh, the bagels here in Columbus. I found a couple of good spots in Columbus uh, for bagels. So, uh, yeah, uh, I usually enjoy that. Do you care uh, to name drop those spots or because they're not paying you? They don't, they don't pay me, so I can't say anything okay. about that. What's, what's, the, what's the L.A. bagel? What do you get on? That's not a type of bagel, right? You're just saying no, you get a bagel. About what do you, well, what do you typically you know get? What? One what day, you like get? the next day I, I'm invited back into the studio, uh, we can talk about New York bagels, Toronto bagels, where I grew up. For me, those are the best bagels around. And next time I go to Toronto to visit uh, my son, I'll bring you guys back some Toronto I had bagels. no oh, idea. Really want a couple day old bagels. <laughs> What's what? that? I had no idea he was such a bagel connoisseur. I don't want I, I don't want day old bagels. I want fresh bagels. Well, I'll make sure I get them before I leave and then my by the way, uh, my late mother worked at a bagel factory in in Toronto. 
or bagel bakery, I guess. I had no, I had no clue this was such yeah. a big part of your life. I really didn't. That's awesome. But, hey, but you know, we'll have arguments. John Davidson and I will talk. Well, the New York bagels are the best, and I'll say no, no, JD, Toronto bagels are better. And then we get uh, Josh Flynn, who's assistant general manager, to step in, and he too is from Toronto, and he's he takes my side on the issue. But, right. uh, but LA are... bagels are pretty good, though. Okay. And I'm going to hang around uh, Beverly Hills. We're off Friday, and uh, hey, you never know who I might bump into for next week's edition of Name Dropping. Maybe Anna Kornikova's mom will be there. That would be very interesting. <laughs> no, I was kind of hoping, uh, and I'll, I'm telling you guys again, I heard you talking about uh, Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. I'm still working. I'm, I'm over so far, but I'm going to go to Stallone's in, uh, in Boca, Florida, and I'm going to show up there one day when Stallone's hanging out there. What? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Rimmer. Enjoy I the game tonight. Happens. Well, hey, I'm not, I'm not ready to hang up yet. No, we're, we're late. We gotta, we gotta go. go. Leanne is gonna murder us if we don't leave. Name okay. dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Back page coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. I'll put away the brass knuckles. Watch out for an accident blocking the right lane of 270 southbound before I-70. This injury crash is in the ramp and local lanes to I-70. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful over here in the meantime. Traffic Report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence brand is changing the way people live with their pets. Experienced professionals provide pets independence to play outside while providing you confidence they're secure. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more. Invisible Fence brand surrounds your pets with care. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Happy Wednesday, Bone Man. Mm -hmm. You were uh, out and about today. You said you were gathering audio. (laughs) Sound. Can you you talk about who who you talked to today? Today, got to catch up with Jack and Ben. Jack Nicholas, Ben Crenshaw. Wow. Eight okay. Masters championships between those two. I don't know what Jack we were talking about. Jack and Dick. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty cool. They had the uh, Legends Luncheon over at the Ohio Union today. So, you know, they've got the big partnership with the Children's Hospital in town. Yeah. And that's yeah. awesome. They raised a lot of money for that. I think they're up to around $12 million or so since... They started doing that 12 years ago. Started in the like low hundreds of thousands, and today I think they said the check they presented was for 1.2, between 1.2 and 1.3 million. So that's awesome. Them. That's Very great. Good. And I'm hearing the promos already on our station. I got to tell you, after after watching the Masters and just seeing Tiger's return, I'm I'm freaking excited for the Memorial because it's been three years. Credentials have been slim since the pandemic hit. 
And uh, us as a radio station, we haven't been able to send that many people over to the event. Well, Scotty Vegas got to go. Yeah, so. he gets the he gets one of the two passes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm just excited. It's been since 2019 since I've been out there, and this was one of my. It's just one of those yearly traditions, living in Columbus and being a huge golf nut. So I'm excited to just get back out there and walk the course again this year and check out everything that's going on. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun, I would think. I can tell you what, I can tell you wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I was paying attention. What are we doing? Yeah. Tim likes the memorials. Is this breaking news? What was I supposed to be like, wow, Terry, are you kidding me, golf guy? You like the memorial? Wow, I had no idea. No, that's, that's, that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Huh? The hell do you want me to say? <laughs> that's the that's the fun of it. That's the yes, fun. That's of it. the fun yeah. of it. That's right. What, what yeah. do you say after well, I what say do you, all that? What do you got that? coming up on the show tonight? I'll have a little quick conversation with Jack Nicholas. Never talked to the Golden Bear before, so we'll have a few minutes with him talking about Ohio State and his connections here. And a basketball player I was very fond of that played at Ohio State just showed us what he's all about in the league again last night. A uh, half an hour. That's it for you today, yeah. huh? He liked that one, though. Uh, he got, he <laughs> got him nodding when I, got, I started talking I about D'Angelo. I gave a little yeah. eye nod to Timmy because yeah, I know I'm what he's talking about. Mm. Big NBA guy. NBA Ew. bone. Uh, Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, if you are a fan of Pamela Anderson, but you've also said, you know what I'm missing in my life? Watching Pam Anderson on Broadway. Yes. Good news. They finally do a musical of Barbed Wire? No. <laughs> Pam Anderson made her debut on Broadway yesterday as Roxy Hart's character in the musical Chicago. Oh, so okay. I'll pretend like I saw that wow. and know who well, that is. I'm just but... saying this is a this is a well known musical. She is playing a role in that. She's fifty four years old. Uh, but yeah, her sons apparently were in attendance and they were, you know, watching her as she got to play this role. But yeah, she got a curtain call. She got, you know, roses. Everybody was very excited for it and said she did a great job. So mm-hmm. this is a limited engagement. I guess this is kind of a one-off thing. She's going to do this through June 5th. So that's, you know, that's pretty good. quite a few shows. Yeah. Not just like a yeah. one-night thing, but good for her that she's getting to do something like that on Broadway. That's very cool. But yeah, I got to say, when I was in whatever I would have been, junior high, maybe early high school, trying to see barbed wire through like my friend's free HBO pass for the weekend. I never thought someday this will be the height of luxury is going to see her on Broadway in a role like in Chicago. But let her live. Barbed wire, she was doing it with Tommy Lee on the boat. (laughs) Well, that video I don't think was available to me when I was at that age. I don't think it was available to me. I, uh, I never saw Barbed Wire when I was a kid, but all I had to do was see the poster of it. The poster was and enough I had for you, my huh? own fantasies about what would be in the movie. Right. And come on, Tim. It's Barb Wire. Barb. Not barbed. Barb. Her name is Barb yeah. Wire. Duh. Barb. Well, she could be Barb. Of the, of the family wire. You know, that family of, I don't know, mercenaries. Uh, and uh, The wires. Yeah, I don't know what else you want me to do. Oh, I got a quick one for you. Mark Wahlberg, who we talked about earlier, Man, selling his Mark mansion. Wahlbergs. Yeah, but the I house. found out he's selling his house for $87 million, but he's keeping the Diggler. Huh? When he was in Boogie Nights, oh, that's, yeah. he wore a prosthetic oh, because big, he, big played, he played a porn star. <laughs> and apparently he was asked, he was on Ellen's show. And Ray Fines wouldn't have to wear the prosthetic. <laughs> Ray Fiennes? Yes, Wasn't Ray Fiennes. Oh, no, it was Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, Dafoe, Dafoe is, I know, right. is a confirmed. Yeah. It's like a yeah. comfortably big. That's why 
his facial expressions are like that. Yes, that's right. Anyway, Ellen said, is it true you still have the prosthetic you wore in Boogie Nights? And he said, yes, it's in a safe, locked away. It's not something I could leave out. Right. Except my Aunt Dill's Good call, house. Mark. Yeah, Aunt Dill's got it safely tucked away. Buckeye Show <laughs> is coming up next. Jack, it's time at 6.30. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slow traffic to watch out for right now. You'll find some backups on I-71 northbound between I-70 and East Broad Street, I-70 westbound between West Broad Street and Hague Avenue. And traffic is slow on I-7 and 670 westbound between Grandview Avenue and I-70. About a five-minute delay over there. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact 811 at least 48 hours before you dig, and Ohio811.org will notify utilities to mark underground lines near your projects. It's the law. Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas are reminding you to know what's below. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic from the podcast is brought to you by our friends care heating and cooling i end every commercial the same way telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust it's not just a slogan it's the care creed with arms wide open the way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you the customer at the end of every interaction with care care heating and cooling call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust a Lindsay Honda Studios Honda makes the cars Lindsay makes the difference visit lindsayhonda.com WBNSFM HD1 Columbus The Fan Hey Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald. Bald, bald. Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh richard jefferson I wanted, richard I jefferson yes. uh maybe i don't remember it's one of the bald re- guys that does espn broadcast whatever and so richard jefferson is obviously shaved head this guy also shaved head you know probably trying to forestall the inevitable and melissa's like wow man everybody's just you know out here not embracing their baldness and i'm like you're i i too shave like i don't let it grow long i don't have like the you know coconut with a Hulu skirt I on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks you would. That. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, there are other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing 
That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it, even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell racist well, at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down. Then is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I just want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat. Soccer loving yes, guy. Good. Right I don't, <laughs> don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. Right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcast. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care, heating and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 